Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. You want to talk about the team, but it's the first goal in the Premier League since back in April. No, I've said it before. Real pressure is uh, watching my mum, you know, work three jobs trying to make uh, ends meet for Christmas. This is football. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's Hulk! Dini! Troy Dini wins it for Watford and sends them to Wembley. I've met most people. I don't really get starstruck. Yeah. And David Beckham sat behind me and for enough, he just tapped me on the shoulder. Hey, Troy, how you doing? When I was nine, obviously, my my old man, he's passed away now, he, he beat up me and my mum and... Uh, that make you an angry person or...? Nah, do you know what it did? It just made me really quiet, mate. Like did I didn't, it? Yeah. Do you know what? I'll probably get in trouble for this, but fuck it. No one knows until now. So... <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean money was a motivating factor for you then? Because a lot of footballers play it down like yeah. it's not. But... No, I, I, think, I think they're all full of shit, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> To put it into context, I bought the house that we grew up in for £50,000. That was 10 weeks' work for me. No one else in our family had done that. Got locked up and I had like seven people write me and three people sent me some money. So it's like, ah, I buried my dad on a Friday and then went to jail on a Monday. And I was like, fuck. That's when it kind of became real. So I was like, shit, shit. Like, and I've got five big prison uh, vets saying to me, like, you think you're tough. If it worked for your old man, we'd fill you in now. We'd make you pay this, we'd make you pay that. You just need somewhere where you can be you. Mm. And I always say I'm three different people, so I'm Troy, I'm Troy Deeney, and I'm Daddy. Jack Mate's Happy Hour. Hello guys, welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast, still in the swing of Series 8. Stevie to my left, and the main man, Troy Deeney to my right. How are you, Troy? 
Well, the main man is probably somewhat overused, but I'm just a young gentleman that's happy to be here. How are you? Yeah, no, you are the main man. I've listened to you on the Fozcast. Like, yeah, you are... I'm everywhere, like bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get rid of me, unfortunately. You've just started your new podcast, yeah. Dini Talks. Mm -hmm. you liking it? Do you like podcasts? No, nah, I do. I find mm. people interesting. Yeah. But that's the reason for doing it. Not no like monetary gain or anything like that. Just speaking to different people and figuring out what they do and... You know, when you watch an interview, mm. probably you two will understand this better than most, like, and the interviewer just, like, jumps to the next question, but it was, like, something in the answer. I'm like, no, no, fucking ask that. Like, yeah. I mean, can I swear about it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. Can I, um, like, ask that? And I don't really go in scripted. I kind of have, like, five subject matters. Yeah. And then listen to what you say, and then, like, oh, let's pick it off this. So it sometimes goes here, there, and everywhere. Well, that's how you know you're a good interviewer, if you don't oh. need to rely on, like, every... Cause You'll see today. <laughs> <laughs> we have written it to the fucking word. We're actually not going to react to anything you say. Straight to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> right, we always start in the same way. Uh, Stevie, explain the Hall of Fame to Troy. So we have this magical, wondrous place called the Happy Hour Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Think Room 101, mm -hmm. but completely the opposite. Yeah, Room 101, okay. you put things you hate in, don't you? And it yeah. will never be seen again. This yeah. is a place full of the best things to the best people in the world. Yeah, okay. You're now one of those. Yeah. So well, what we call is... Troy one of the best people in the world. Anyone who comes on this I'll podcast... It. It's is the first a... ever person to say it. <laughs> I'm probably the last. So, yeah, I'll check it. Well, we've got a mutual friend, Will Brazier, and he's oh, yes. one of the best people in the world. Oh, that, that's not... He's got a blues fan, though, so he's kind of, like, biased. <laughs> but he is he's the main man, Will. Ben Foster said he hated him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He, uh, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> right, so um, Troy Deeney, what are you putting in the Happy Hour Hall of Fame? You know what? It's, it's a very underrated... But I'm going to go for a, a chocolate hobnob. Oh, yeah. I don't know anyone that doesn't like a chocolate hobnob. So I feel like if I came in with a pack of chocolate hobnobs, yeah. we're all game, set, match. Everyone's going to like me. That's a hell of a shout right off the bat. I've got... Right, let's go ask on. Troy about my predicament I've had in a oh, week. your biscuit situation. Right. Okay. So at the moment, got the landscapers in. Yeah. Doing my back garden. And... I turn into a bit of a geezer around papers, right? <laughs> Look at me, I'm not a geezer. Six foot three, whitest guy in the world, ginger hair. But around them, I'm like, what, do you want a couple of coffees, lads? Like, what can I get you? And my mate said, oh, you should always, you should always give them biscuits. Right? Okay. Because then they want to do a good job. If they'll come... <laughs> Okay, I don't know where this is going, it's right. bad info. So, I didn't have any biscuits in the house, Okay, but I did have a box, it's quite Tory, which is horrible, but I had a box of um, coffee and caramel matchmakers. So you didn't even know they existed? No, yeah. but they sound horrendous. They're a very select group of people like them. Yeah. What if like, like me don't like coffee, then what? Yeah, then I fucked it. And but they're going to mash up your garden as well. Stop like, rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Look what, he's taking the piss out of us, lads. Don't even do the edges, leave it. <laughs> well, I've left the, so I've left these coffees by the back door yeah. with a box of matchmakers. And my mate, my mate Alfie said that's like romantic. Like I've left a bunch of flowers oh, there. Oh, yeah. I can see... I can see where he's got that. Yeah. As an ex-tradesman myself, yeah. what I would say is if you do too many teas and mm. loads of biscuits, no work's getting done. Because really? they, they know you, like, every time you catch eyes, kind of like... That's how, I'm in that, I'm, I'm yeah. already in that hole. You see where they're kind of like raising the cup to you now? Yeah. With, yeah. With, yeah. with being in London for the last couple of days, he offered to leave his house open for him so what? they could just pop in. I mean, like... <laughs> Make themselves coffee. This is like, like 1974. You know, like, <laughs> we just leave the back door open and anyone comes in. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> leave a blueberry pie on the window. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you're a lot 
you're not nice man clearly <laughs> and um so you were a bricklayer weren't you yeah right. not a very good one i must admit right but, uh yeah it was just something to keep my mom off my back to be totally honest so, with you. so a chocolate a packet of chocolate hobnobs would have been the perfect oh yeah, yeah, yeah. one and there's also two types of well as all the builders they're gonna get pissed off at me now but obviously there's price work which is back guard is going to cost x and we're going to do it in this time they're normally the ones that finish quicker if you have to pay somebody like by the day like it's 150 quid a day yeah and you're offering teas they're uh, staying yeah they're taking their time what situation are you in set fee okay yeah. you're fine you're all right you should so, be does all that right. mean they'll do a worse job then because no but i guarantee you it runs over so what are they saying three weeks four weeks yeah three weeks i'm going to say it now five weeks minimum and, my, and that's because of your coffee. Yeah, because you're just dropping. And they're just like, it's a bit hot, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was raining. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they sent you pictures today. That's the most work they've done the whole time. Because I've not, been, you're not, there. not been yeah. there. Yeah. I thought, give them a shit, like, give them the shit matchmakers. They'll be done in a week. <laughs> just get out of here. Yeah, but then yeah. you ordered them a load of other biscuits. I did. I went on Deliveroo. Okay. I'm a lazy bastard. And yeah. I ordered digestives, cream, cream, custard cream, creams, bourbons. And hobnobs, but didn't get the chocolate ones. I was other than the hobnobs, that's like the council estate biscuit you've just bought there, isn't it? Yeah, that's everyone's going to be happy. Yeah, with everyone's that. happy with it. Yeah. yeah, stuff that you grew up on. Yeah, neat, n nice biscuits, not nice. Are they? Mm -hmm. Nah, do you not no, like overrated? Them? Bland. Yeah, bland. I don't know why we've got into this, but choice <laughs> <laughs> comes time. like directly from Birmingham just to do this. I think you know you're wasting your fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly biscuit chat. Right, uh, we've got a little red button here for Series 8. Uh, we're still trying to work out kind of what it means. At the end of the episode, we're going to ask you to write a question to go in our ball box here. Okay. Um, and uh, there's not much else to it, really. We're, what we say What is, does the question do? Um, so, like, you'll write a question in there, and then once we get a certain amount in there, there'll be a guest, like, 10, 20 episodes down the line. Okay. They get a guest, and it'll be like, Troy Deeney asks... Deborah Meaden from the Dragon's Den. Oh, okay, yeah. But we'll never know who it's going because yes, it yeah. works like a little bingo machine. Yeah. Like it. What we have oh. said is because we've got a few shit ones in there. If we ask you a question, you don't want to answer it, you can hit the red button and it's and you get one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just bear oh, in mind. So Phil, you can hit it's quite full. The questions <laughs> the questions in there aren't great. <laughs> yeah, it does look a bit shit at the moment. <laughs> right, let's start with get to know. Uh, there'll yep. be some people out there, maybe not football fans. Mm -hmm. um, we want to get to know the man behind the footballer. So these are fairly quick fire before we get into an interview about your life to get to know. Yeah. Let's go. What's the biggest animal you think you could beat in a fight? <laughs> um, wasting his time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty shit scared of most. Like a dog, like a big dog. A, a big dog? Yeah, so I've got like Rock Riders and Cade Corsos at home. Have so. You? I could fuck up one of them, yeah. Think you could take one? <laughs> yeah. Good I'd be up. terrified. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's quite a tough one, isn't it? Most people go, what do most people say? Goats? We had a goat. Someone said a cow. Because if you tip them over, they can't get back up, apparently. Eddie yeah, Hearn but go on. said a lion. I mean, I like Eddie. He's yeah. a top man. <laughs> but he's a, he's a privileged kid, Eddie. I'll be honest. <laughs> Let's call it as it is. I don't think he's taking on a lion. And I saw something the other day, someone was like a bear. And I was like, have you ever seen a bear? A bear will fuck you up. Yeah. And there's no way to get away from it because you can climb, it'll climb. They're uh, rapid yeah, as they're well. They're rapid and it's like 900 pounds. No one's Not taking a bear. No one's no. taking a bear. What's the most unusual app on your phone? Train line. I just got it today for you guys. Train, train line? Train line's on Yeah, I don't get the train anyway. This is the first time you've had it? Yeah. So I downloaded train line and then I had to use the, um, the underground. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not, I, Sorry, do you know the outside world? No, because I, I drive everywhere. So look, I'm going to show you that. Not outside of Birmingham. No, yeah. no, watch this. No, but no. I genuinely sent my missus that picture. Look, 
for the people that can't see, that's me buzzing that I've got on the Victoria Line North Bank. <laughs> <laughs> so, Have you not yeah. been on the underground before? Once or twice, but never on my own. Like right. someone tells me, because, mate, you see London, mm. you lot are so quick. Like everyone's in a rush. I stood on the wrong side of the thing today. Yeah. So I tried to push past me and yeah. I was just like, on the escalator, looking back at him, like, where are you going? Yeah. And he was like, oh, you got to step to the right. I was like, oh, sorry, mate. You were fuming. He, if yeah. you was a Labrador, I'd spark you out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I've let him go. But um, yeah, like normally I've got like someone from London that's showing me around and right. he's kind of following them. This well, one. We're not from London and Stevie, you're quite, you're quite outspoken. You don't really I like... I don't like London nah. because of the people. I and agree. I find everyone's quite rude as well. 100%. Mm. Yeah. Where, are you, where are you from? You've done my message. Norwich. We're both Norwich oh, boys. Oh, wow. So we, we only come here... For this? For this, yeah. yeah. Well, you get paid loads to do it, so... <laughs> you know. He does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Oh, that's a tough question. Do you know what? I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for this, but my kids have started liking Michael Jackson again. I don't know whether it's a, it's a good thing that my kids like him or not for obvious reasons, yeah. but um, Rock My World. It's an unbelievable song, Rock Michael my world? Jackson. Yeah. Give, us a, give us a few bars. I ain't got that in the locker. <laughs> I ain't got that in the locker, unfortunately. But yeah, I don't know if you can say Michael Jackson anymore. Well, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because can you say Michael Jackson? I've, and you definitely can't say R. Kelly. Uh, you can't say no. R. Kelly because yeah. I think he got done for it, didn't he? Yeah. Whereas I don't think Michael Jackson's ever been proven. Yeah. So it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird one. It's isn't a it? grey area. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. his music was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It would it take was. a strong man to not dance to you know step in the name of love when R. Kelly comes on at a wedding, though, <laughs> would it? <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the players you've ever played with. Yes. Who's one you'd always want on your team? Ooh. Joe you know up, Fozzy. Yeah. Fozzy, yeah. Because he can train like a bag of shit, but every match day, he's there. And yeah. you know, like, he's going to pull off a worldie or two. Um, and he's just joined Wrexham as well. So yeah. told me the other day. So, yeah. Yeah. Fozzy, don't mess about, mate. He knows, what, he knows what he's doing. Get Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds in the thumbnail. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> he, does, it. he knows the score. Love Fozzy. Don't know if you'll have an answer to this one. What's Go the on. last movie that made you cry? Or has a movie ever been? Nah, there's never been one. Never been a movie. Nah. I've right. never cried to a movie. No, have you? What, you go on. Cry, cry at them all, mate. Yeah? All of them. Gladiator. It's got quite a sad ending. I've got other stuff going on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Green, Green Mile. It's in that? Yeah, yeah. it's in that. End of that. What? I, I, I'm just one of people. I, I struggle to cry in general, though. To yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but, quite a tough, t- tough guy. Nah, I just think I've been emotionally messed up as a kid. That just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, from like Jamaican and Irish background, so we don't really cry, right? Don't show any fear, kind of thing. Have you seen Disney's Pixar? Is it? Are they the same thing? Disney, Pixar? yeah, yeah. Disney Pixar's Up. Have you seen Up? Yeah, with the old man and the and the balloons. You didn't cry at that. No, I thought it was a waste of time. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm quite a, <laughs> quite an honest person. And the kids are watching it. Yeah. There's a house just floating on balloons. That never fucking happened. <laughs> no. It is an animation. Yeah, I know. Kids are eight. Got to grow up. Got to grow up. <laughs> what are we watching this for? I think they tried to watch it on Super Sunday. So I was like, <laughs> trying my best to ruin it. <laughs> That's close. Oh, okay. Have you ever been starstruck? Mm-hmm. And so who was it? Bex. David Beckham. Yeah. I met him at the, uh, got invited to the Sun Awards with the missus. And, you know, like there's everyone there, like Piers Morgan, all that. And I've met most people. I don't really get starstruck. Yeah. And David Becker was sat behind me and I went to the missus, like, he's got, I don't really ask for pictures. I've, I've got to get one with Bex. It's got to get one with Bex. And funny enough, he just tapped me on the shoulder. Hey, Troy, how you doing? Mate, a little bit of wee came out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> little, little bit of wee came out. Bex, ah, hi, David, how are you? He sat down with his mum and the missus went, how excited are you? I went, shut up, has he gone? And she went, <laughs> you know, that, it, yeah. the internal, like, yeah. Me sliding. Yeah, then I got, I got the picture with him at the end. And the picture was shit as well. Was it? I was fuming. I still posted it. Though. Yeah, well, mate, you've met him. I have, yeah. He's a lovely fellow, isn't he? Yeah, he is. We were talking about this on the pod the other day. You said he smelled really nice. He did smell nice. Do you remember yeah. he smelled nice? Do you know the only person that could do that? Van Dyke. Virgil oh, van Dyke, yeah, he got he? his own aftershave and he sprayed yeah. it on his shirt and that. Yeah. And when, when not, we were having a little bit of a tussle. Yeah. Oh, mid-game. Oh, oh yeah, that's good. Oh, you know, that, just that, like... Is that up oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a pie? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Like, see, this is... We, we speak about this quite a bit, but we've been lucky enough to have some, like, big, big names on this show. I oh, don't I'm sorry really... you had to get me, sorry. <laughs> Season 8's been a bit shit, hasn't it? <laughs> Just got Troy on. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And one of them pulled out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was free. <laughs> <laughs> but we, um, I don't, I don't really get starstruck so much. Yeah. But I do with West Ham players. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just cause I feel like I just, it takes me back to being that sort of like 13 year old kid. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. Upton Park. And I won't tell the story again cause I've told it a hundred times. But when we had Noble on here. Oh, Mark's mate, a top man though, isn't he? Fucking it. But for me, that was like. That was like sitting with God. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, I get it. No, I get yeah. it. I get it. I'm with you. Yeah. But Nobs is actually top man as well. To yeah. Be fair. Troy, you've obviously had some really big names on your pod. Mm -hmm. Elton being yeah. one of them. Which Sir Elton. Yeah, yeah. He will, he like? Elton? Yeah, he will, he will fuck us up if we don't. <laughs> that. What's he like? He's a legend, mate. He's a proper football man as well. Is he? And yeah. um, just cool person. So obviously he he bought me to Watford. He he did a concert, raised a load of money, and they bought this like. 20 year old fat headed kid from Chelmsley Wood and turned out what, to be. What, through the money that we. Yeah, yeah. They were going through a tough time. So we did a, a concert on the, on the ground in the summer, raised about four or five hundred grand, and then they bought me for 300. Fucking hell. Yeah, so it was. Uh, did, he have a, did he have any say in that? A DC? Uh, I don't know at this point, to yeah. be totally honest. Yeah. Um, but what I do know is. The first year I was there, I tried my best to make him regret it because I was so shit. And uh, <laughs> I just, this kid from Birmingham that was on like eight, what, what, 180 pound a week and then they just stopped me on five grand a week and I was like, oh, I'm Johnny Concrete here. Yeah, I thought I was a man. I had a little A3 that I bought off my uncle and um, yeah, I thought I was the man. Fuck so man. I, I tried my best to mess it up. But, yeah, but you, uh, I think you paid Watford back in the end. Yeah, yeah. I'd have paid him back as well. He's, he's a good, good, good guy, but yeah. he's just a genuine football bloke. Like, right. He loves Watford. He loves obviously his family, and I just went and saw him recently this this summer. I took my nan, and uh, like seventy, I think he's seventy three now, seventy four, yeah. still rocking the stage for two hours on his own, mate. And That's unreal, isn't I it? don't think anyone on that stage, had, had, like, don't mean to offend, I was under the age of sixty five. They could have all yeah. easily retired. Yeah, but they were just rocking out, and it was good, man. That's it was a real good like energy to be there. So yeah, he's a legend. I think we got him coming back on again as well. So. Mate, what well, is yeah, yeah, proper ledge. With someone that famous i always mm. think like i've not been around too many people that stature mm. but there's like an aura about them mm -hmm. you know what i mean did yeah, you feel yeah. that with elton do you feel like that's fucking yeah do you know you know what was really weird i don't like asking for shit like i don't like asking for nothing because i feel like anyone could ask me for anything and i'll say yeah no problem but if you ask me if i have to ask somebody mm. and that one person says no i'm like right I'm never asking again right <laughs> i could get 15 yeses and yeah. the one i get a no so when it was with Sir Alton, it was in lockdown and it was a bit more, everyone was just around Zoom, weren't they? So yeah. you could just be like, hi mate, bit cheeky, fancy jumping on this for an hour. Mm. And he was like, yeah, Troy, I'm gonna just get my team. And he had like 15 different people messaging. So what time, does he need mics? Does he need this? What does he need to wear? And I was like, uh, I don't know, I'm just sat at the computer. So. <laughs> 
So it's the first time dealing with somebody on that scale. Mm. And also because I've been fortunate enough to meet David, his partner and his kids and, you know, just chat like, like we're chatting. I didn't really realise the level of Sir Elton John because it's not a my type of music and also... When he was at his height, I was probably like four, right. five. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So um, only after that came out and everyone was like, I can't believe you got Sir Elton. I was like, I just sent a text. <laughs> you know, like, it, was, it was a bit of a cheeky one. I was more nervous asking righty. Yeah. And like, I know righty. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it was... Unreal. Yeah, so he was, it was ledge. And he had this aura. I think he's got a, like a lifetime Gucci sponsor. And imagine he's like just rocked up at his house, sat down, all gucci up, proper, <laughs> proper out. And I was just like on Zoom going, oh, I'm a Muppet and I, ain't got, <laughs> I haven't got proper questions. I'm just like, how are you, mate? And he's like, I'm at home like you. But I'm like, shit, this is going wrong. Quick, go. So, you know, he was you like good. hobnobs, Elton? <laughs> <laughs> so no, he was good and he's, he's, a, he's a top, top man. Quality, mate. Who would be your dream guest then for your pod? Oh, do you know what? Conor McGregor, you know. We've got it in the office, so... Um, got an office back home and we just we've got a few things happening obviously the pod is developing but we've got this like wishboard I don't know whether you lot did that when mm. you started out like oh we've got a hit list yeah, hit we've got, yeah, yeah so I've got like yeah. I've got like five that I really want to talk if I, if I could ever get to that level I can speak to them I've, I've cracked go on it. rattle them off for us Conor McGregor yeah. Tiger Woods LeBron James there's a, a guy who's, who's big on American TV called Shannon Sharp ex-NFL player I don't know right. if you know him and then who was the other one? Oh, Obama Oh yeah, but I look like you know, like some just, it's just completely out of there. <laughs> yeah. Just that's the five. If that's you ever got an opportunity list. to chat to them, or I said to my missus, like whatever it costs, I'd pay to just yeah. sit down and pick their brains for an hour. Yeah, mate, that'd be unreal. Mm -hmm. That'd be unreal. Right, Troy, let's take it back. We like to do little life interviews. Mm -hmm. Nothing you probably haven't been asked before. Yeah, but hopefully we can put a bit of a funny spin on some of these. <laughs> um, first of all, where'd you grow up, and what were you like at school? Oh, so I grew up in a place called Chelmsley Wood which to many people, that's like South Birmingham, uh, was the largest council estate in Europe until 1994. Um, yeah, just base bungalows, uh, high-rise flats everywhere. Um, but it was, it was cool. Like, everyone was broke, so there was no, like, there was no shit. It was just like, I'd borrow milk off you, you'd borrow sugar off you. But it just, everyone was just helping each other out, really. It was, it was really cool. Um, at school, school was quite easy for me, to be honest. Because I figured out the answers were in the book. You so are? The answers are in the book, aren't they? So the teacher will always say to you, uh, let's, I don't know, read pages 9 to 15. Mm -hmm. What did Romeo say to Juliet? So I'd just scan. Oh, that's the, then read that little bit. And yeah. Just rewrite it. Boom, I'm done. Got 45 minutes to fuck about. So, so you did actually, you applied yourself. You, yeah, I was just, yeah. It just bored me. It was yeah. really easy. So, um, you know, the teachers are very specific. Like they read nine, not page 9 to 15. Mm. But uh, where did Romeo and Juliet do when they would buy the tree? The tree with a big orange. So like, just look for it. Oh, there's a big orange. Boom, read back. <laughs> Done. Well, smarter, not harder. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then, like, because I... Like, my mum would say this. I can't sit still for shit. Mm. Like, I just like to fuck about. I like to... I, fuck about is the wrong word. I like everyone to have a good time. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm finished, and I can't understand why other people aren't finished. So once I've out my mate, and he's finished... Should we fuck about them? And it's like juvenile shit, like throwing rubbers at the teacher with the backs turned and, you know, rub out this person's answer. I miss need to go toilet. Yeah, go toilet. And then like knock every door on the aisle and just run off. Just just being a knobhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just being a knobhead. Yeah. And um, 
basically I've spoken about it to death, but I only speak about it because it, it was relevant. But when I was nine, obviously my my old man, um, he, he's passed away now. He, he beat up me and my mum and uh, kind of like my life changed really quickly because I, I was only nine, like, and it just ended up having social workers and um, people sitting in school and all that. And then I just kind of become like removed from it all. I just didn't want to be around anyone. So I just did my work and went home and sometimes just didn't even go in. And that's kind of, now obviously I know it's kind of trauma, but yeah. you know, you're talking what, early 2000s, late 90s, no one was talking about trauma or mental health. It was no. just like, I just didn't want to be at school. Did that time in your life, did that make you an angry person or? Nah, do you know what it did? It just made me really quiet, mate. Like I did didn't, it? Yeah, just yeah. didn't speak about it. Because in, Again, like I said earlier, my family's like Irish and Jamaican, so it was very old school. Like you don't speak about anything. You don't go doctors. The first three things I remember being taught, and I, me and my brother was laughing about this the weekend. If you're sick, have oranges. My dad just keep a bag of oranges. Don't know why. Thought like vitamin C could cure everything. Right. Don't speak to police, and don't get beat up at school. They were the three things we were taught. The three rules. Yeah. Three life lessons. That's it. And it's kind of like figure it out my granddad's got one like that it's e45 cream oh yeah yeah so i can snap my ankle get some e45 cream yeah that and then my my great nan who's again passed away she was um cider vinegar oh yeah so if you've got like a rash or something oh a bit of cider vinegar on that oh throat side gargle a bit of cider vinegar i'm like why like where did these things happen <laughs> have an orange. yeah like who, who fixed it so um yeah so just you know kind of like life took over and then from like the age of like 10 onwards I was just like just trying to figure out who I was really mm. but I got like I'm the oldest of six now but I had a brother and sister that were younger as well so obviously my mum would go off to work and then I'd just like duck out the last couple of lessons go pick my brother up from school put my sister up from nursery you're juggling a lot home. then from a yeah, young age yeah and I've been working since I was 12 really yeah doing what at like 12? glass collecting cleaning the local bookies well, getting paid for it yeah well obviously you couldn't do it now yeah. right? but it was like cashing and when it was like Troy will come in and collect shit from like seven till 12, loads of glasses, bag it on the side, get 20 quid, put them in a dishwasher, whatever, whatever tips I could get. And then I'd just fly home and do it all again. I have been one lazy bastard. <laughs> oh, no, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> no one's like that. It's not like your Vegas story you just told me. <laughs> what, what did you do after leaving school for work? Um, so I got kicked out in year 10 um, for, again, no other reason than just just being a knob, but I was still allowed to play for the school football team, which was what? very strange. You were kicked out, but you still played. Yeah, for the team? so in year eleven, I still played yeah, for but the team. If, if you had Troy Deeney, no, so I've never like, been that good at anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm kicked out, Excuse they me. do not want me anywhere near it. Yeah. So if, if what about if your school had that sort of like what's that game all the virgins play? Rocket, Rocket oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> then you'd be asked back, Stevie. I'm not that good. At that. <laughs> no, so like it was weird. So when I just get like suspended and stuff, so. Year seven, I've gone from my little school where I knew everyone to this big secondary school, didn't know anyone, was like, what's going to be my thing? And mine was being funny. And I remember day one, me and this kid called Ben, he was like, he was a little shit. When you look back, I was like, I should have never been anywhere near this kid. He was a fucking, he's definitely in prison. If I went to prison, he's, he's locked up for life. Have you never look, looked him up? No, so I can't remember his last name, but I remember his name was Ben. And he was just like, I'm going to get the most detentions this year. <laughs> This is like, you know, when you got your, your books and then for your first day, and I was like, oh, I'll beat you at that. <laughs> and Why is that your Instagram? Yeah, that I don't show? know. I don't, I, it's because I just like Winnie, and it was just like, um, I remember, and my mum, bless her, I don't know how she puts up with me, but we just talk about shit at home randomly, and she's like, 
Do you remember you went 29 days straight with detentions? Jeez. And I was like, yeah. So like, even like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I hour, hour and a half detention. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but uh, it just kept happening and I'd, it was just for dumb shit. And they put me on report as well. Do you, remember, do you ever get reports? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had to get like over a certain amount of scores to like come off it. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm not going to get that score. Not realising they put you in isolation. Oh, So fuck. I ended up being like 10 days in isolation as well. How the fuck did you learn to play football then? Because you're glass collecting from 20 yeah. <laughs> detentions, isolation. My kid brother, my kid brother's better than me. I say it all the time. Ellis, he's like, he's 31 now. And... Uh, do you know what? I'll probably get in trouble for this, but fuck it. You're like, you're like good people. Did you ever see a clip about a month ago, two months ago, of a Sunday league team? And there's a bit of a ruckus, and then this kid just comes flying in with a, a tackle might about 10 seconds late. Yeah, I might have done That's yeah. my brother. Let's, can we, can we, <laughs> how do we find it? I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, you would have seen it. It yeah. went everywhere. It was on like ESPN picked it up. Did they name him in it or not? No, because no one knows until now. So. <laughs> I've stitched him and me up. But we're in a good place. And, um, For now, yeah. But <laughs> I phone tomorrow. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. No, I'm joking. What, um, he's, he's a better player than you? Yeah, yeah. What, mate, he's just, you know, one of them kids, it's just great at everything. Yeah. So, like, if he wanted to, like, fit the studio, he'd just watch someone do it. Like, yeah, I could do that. And he'd just go build one. He's just great at everything. No. So, he was at Aston Villa from the age of six to 20. And um, I used to go training with him Tuesday and Thursday. I just used to watch. And that's how I. I learned, I just watched him playing and go, okay, how do I, oh, he needs to learn this. Okay, so I'll learn it. So really I was like four years ahead of him age-wise, but I was just like learning at the same as a six-year-old oh, wow. and I was, what, nine, ten. So how come, How? why do you think it is that you made it in football and he, he didn't? Um, ethics too easy for Ellis. Like it's just, he knows he's good at it, so he doesn't have to try where I have to like grasp everything and work that little bit harder and he's like, Come over Sunday, and I don't know why I'm telling you this, but he come over Sunday, mm. and he's like, "Have oh, you been back in the gym?" But yeah, I started Monday. Bear in mind, it's five day there. He's got a six pack and everything, and I'm just like, "How?" What? And he didn't have one before. No, he's like about three stone heavier before, and he's like just starts lifting weights, drinks about nine coffees a day, and he's like, "Yep, it's back." We go on holiday. I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Me trying to be an athlete, trying to stay in shape, yeah. literally like turning everything down, and yeah. he's just like just rocks up and does it. What's yeah, he do for work. He's got his own business now and, and he works on the road. He's just, like just, say, man just good man. at everything, yeah. So he's got a roofing company. That's doing well. And then he's like, I don't really want to do that. So now he just works on the rail. And I'm like, but it's you not... don't want to do that? He's like, yeah, but it'll do. Yeah, it's just that kind of kid. Some people like the kind of challenge, don't mm -hmm. they? The journey more than the... Yeah. You know, it's like this weird thing is my whole life, I always wanted to be a YouTuber. Always wanted Seriously? to be. Yeah, literally. Like, you might be the first person that's ever said that and genuinely meant it. Yeah, yeah no, it's like, first ledge. When I went, I, I was at school, I was like, this, I was 16. This was probably 2007. Yeah. YouTube came out in 2006. Yeah. I've seen one or two other people do it. Always wanted to do it. Always wanted to hit a million subscribers. In Lex. 2017, hit it. And for some reason... Fell out of love with it after that. Just didn't want yeah. to do it anymore. It's well weird. That whole thing you've been mm -hmm. building up to, building that platform, didn't it's want to the, do it. It's the mountain climber syndrome, isn't it? Yeah. That person that loves going up, but then fuck, I've got, still got to come back down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm different to that. So I was talking about this with, with my pals the other day. So someone was like, oh, where's all your shirts and that? And I was like, my nan's got them. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, my nan's got everything. In terms of your... Like, your... all my medals. So like the FA Cup... Um, runners up medal, my nan's got it. My Premier League, like match balls or whatever it might be, my nan's just got it all because I don't really give a shit. 
about the, the I'm like, what's next? What's next? What's really? next? So, yeah. See, that fast, because I'm really sentimental. I'd love to yeah. get all that shit. Just... I think my nan's, well, I know she's got it because she's got fucking everything. Yeah. You know, she's a bit of a hoarder, but um, my mum's got my first shirt. Is it more so that you don't really need to rely on the sentimentality of it or you like the fact that they have it? Because that must be proud mm. for them. Like... Yeah. Uh, do you know You know what, honestly, is I, I started this whole football thing thinking it, I was like, basically, I was blagging it to start with. And mm. I was like, it'll, someone will catch me off with it and I'll get thrown out. So I'll go back to being a builder. So it never really felt real. And then I got into the Prem. And when we got into the Prem, it was like, shit, this is real now because you're on Match of the Day. You're on all these channels and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, they watch everything you do. Mm. Um, so I, it was just like a little mental click there. Like, right, put that away and just keep going to the next one and keep going to the next one. And um, yeah, just never really I kind of live in a moment I probably regret it when I retire do you know what I mean because yeah. I can't go back and go oh shit I had all these things but I'm just trying to yeah, create but then, new memories but then I think it's obviously working isn't it you're like you've, you're not even retired yet and you're you're doing Deanie talks like yeah yeah you've got all these different things now it's what is it called imposter syndrome isn't it mm -hmm. Im yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so, so what was the first moment where, like was there like a little I think we asked Ben Johnson this didn't we mm -hmm. um for me, if I was ever a footballer, and yeah. obviously that was the number one dream okay. before I realised I've got no talent, so I just went on YouTube. But <laughs> You've got talent. You've got a million subscribers. Mate. You're That's fine. where he didn't need talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I think it would be on a Panini sticker. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, Looking yeah. at that. Interestingly enough, just got my, my daughter's just started getting into football from um, the Lionesses from the Euros. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, like, she's like, walking around the shop yesterday, saw this Premier League book. Can I get that? Can I get it? Brought me back to my child. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Got it. Got 20 bags of uh, packs of stickers. Yeah. Got through it. Loads of like swapses. I was like, but no one swaps anymore. Yeah. Straight on Amazon. <laughs> 100 packs came this morning. <laughs> I've left it to it. So we're on this journey together, is how I'm saying. Yeah. But um, no, for me, do you know what it was? Uh, FIFA. Actually yeah. being on FIFA. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, when, when I first got like, you know, when your pals are like, you're on FIFA, you know? I was thinking it was like 62 rated or something. I was yeah. like, don't care, mate. Made it. I'm on FIFA. <laughs> what year was that? Fucking hell. 2007? Watford, was it? Warsaw. Warsaw. Yeah. Was it? What yeah. What were they? League, League 2? League 2 were? then, yeah. Fucking so, hell. But if you remember, like, the year before I was, was a bit... Well, not even the year before. Three months before that, I was a builder. So, like, so cool, that. Yeah. How were you spotted for Warsaw? Because we, <laughs> we, we've read that you scored seven goals in one game. But also, it was reported that you were drunk during this game. I can even confirm nor deny <laughs> how many goals I scored, but I was definitely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, <laughs> so where I'm from in Chelsea, it's like, uh, it's everywhere really. You know, you've got that local team and all the good lads, like the, the funny ones, the ones who were getting girls, what getting, well, they all played for this team. But the team I grew up on, we were really good, but we never had an adults team. So... Coincidentally, when I left school, when I got kicked out of school and I realised I couldn't play football past the age of uh, under 16s, I went to this new team. They had like the similar thing there. Their younger team was, was shit, there's no point saying it. And mm. then, but they had an adults team. So, long story short, anyway, I, I'm playing for them, playing with all the, you know, the local lads. And I thought I was the man. I was like 16 and they were all, no, sorry, when I got picked, I was 18, but I started when I was 16. And they were all like 30, 35, 40. And I'm just this little div basically just running around <laughs> everywhere um and my mom does this thing still, still to this day saturday's her cleaning day so friday get your last paycheck from from uh the building site it was 280 quid mm -hmm. 80 quid to my mom we're out all weekend 
So we went to like, I don't even know if they've got them down here, but basically like what revolutions and all that are yeah, now. Yeah. Like, went all the cheap spots, yeah. had a fucking great time. Steaming, and my mum's like, got Abba on. Oi, out. I've got to do your room. Fucking all right. So I put my boots in me, as the bag, walk across the road. Are we playing today? Yeah, yeah. It's games in half hour. No what problem. is this? Is this Sunday morning? Saturday morning. Saturday, Saturday morning. morning yeah. So when are you out then? You're out all Friday night. Oh, all Friday. I'll like, get every build as you know, your garden. Yeah. After 12 on a Friday, is finished. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> pay my mum at one and I'm out from two and we're, you know, we're steaming Probably. or whatever. I got back in about four, I think. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, go play this game with the lads and. <laughs> I've never actually said this, but the first drink we had on that day was a brandy and coke because, you know, like hair of the dog and all that. Have yeah, another yeah. one, you'll be all right. Yeah. And then we just, we're playing. I don't really know what's going on. I'm just playing. <laughs> we win. I did all right in the game. I did more than I did. I was fucking mint if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I don't really remember, I don't really remember what happened or who we played against or any of that. And then come off afterwards, had a shower, whatever. And they had this thing afterwards where they could like give you burgers and chips. But if you was in last, you got like the jam sandwiches, you know, like the party pack. Yeah. You didn't want to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> the coffee and caramel yeah, best mate. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> so I'm trying to get in. And this is, this geezer, um, who I now know who's actually a legend now called uh, Mick Housel. Um, he's just trying to talk to me. But Mick's a very, he's, he's a scouser, very old school, rough man. Like, And he's like, mate, you're good and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm literally like, look, as he's talking to me, I'm looking over his shoulder, counting how many people have gone in. I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna get a burger. And like, and he's like, <laughs> do you know, like very juvenile. Like I'm thinking, well, the fucking chips are definitely gone. But you're not realising who you're speaking no, to. No, it's just a geezer that's pulled out, like just turned up and speaking to me. So anyway, I'm like. I love that visual image. <laughs> this guy's probably gonna offer Troy this opportunity. Yeah. And he's like, what's fucking good, yeah, what's going there's, on? There's the seventh one in. You don't need normally 10 burgers. Okay. <laughs> We've got to get, wrap this up. But anyway, long story short, the fella goes, would you like to come to Warsaw? But really, truly, I'd never left Birmingham at that point. And for people that don't know Birmingham geography, it's like living in London and not knowing where Watford is. Right. It's right outside. But I'd never travelled that far outside of my, my area. So I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, come to Warsaw Monday. We'll have a trial, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Sam, mate. Can I go? And he's like, yeah. Flew in, got my burger and chips, went out Saturday, Played Sunday league, went out Sunday. Because I just got fired from a job as well on the Friday. Oh, so you played Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I was paying. Like, Saturday league was like £20 a game. Uh, Sunday league was like, I don't know, it was about £40 a month, something like that. Right. But most that that was it. As long as I could play football, I didn't really... As long as I could pay my mum and play football, I didn't really give a shit about anything else. The one thing I, that strikes me there, how the fuck do you get smashed and then go and play football. That was just the culture though, wasn't it? Like everyone does. I play Sunday league now. If I yeah. know I've got a night out on the Friday or the Saturday, I'm right and I'm not playing on the Sunday. You're 30, Jack. Yeah, I was 18. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I, was eight, I was 18. The bounce back ability, as you yeah. can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Patsy's stomach. Um, <laughs> yeah. What is not the same, but no, it's, um, it was just the culture. We just get up, do it again and just... I think with any hangover, if you sit and lie in bed and go, oh, I feel like shit, mm. you're going to feel like shit, aren't you? But if you get up, get the Mackies down, yeah? Yeah. You're, you're good to go. I should go through Mackies order. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! I ain't been in a long time, but... It used to be the sausage and pancakes. I don't even know if they do that anymore. What, the breakfast, are Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So fair enough. Yeah, sausage. 
Did not, not, not you. Well, I but, thought you were going to go Big Mac or something. No, I thought we were talking about the breakfast. So to get over a cure oh. for a hangover. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, mate, I'm not up in the AM on a hangover. Oh, you're not? No, I'm, so, I'm in bed no. till 3 p.m. You're, that's you're that's your... your problem. Yeah. That's your problem. You've got to get up and get out. Yeah. He's yeah. like that sober as well. Though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you, you smash this this yeah. kind of trial that you didn't even know was a trial. Mm-hmm. You, you go to you go to Warsaw. Yeah. You smash it in the 09-10 season. You yeah. Top goal scorer, yeah, player of the year, young player of the year as well. But it's fine. What you got? <laughs> you got both. Yeah, so I, I just so I haven't won anything in a while, so I have to <laughs> in the same year. In the same year, I was only twenty. <laughs> I didn't know you could get both. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You're up to twenty-one. Decker gets, gets it as yeah. well. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I was and basically doing this before Decker's. So you signed for Watford in 2010 for yep. a fee of 250k, rising to 500k. Yeah, it never quite got to 500. So um, what's that mean? How's how does that? So it's all staggered. So it was 250k. Uh, Watford at the time were like a low, like anything from 18th to, to 16th in the league. They'd be happy with that. Just staying in up. the champ. In the champ yeah. at this point, yeah. So we've sorry we've we've Warsaw quick background. Yeah. First year there, I played one game, and we got promoted into League One. I did two years in League One and I just, I, I did well to be fair. I went from a right winger to a striker and I was just, I just kept scoring and it was it just, you know, like it was just easy. Duck to water. I was like, oh, this is easy. I used to work and go from like 6am till 7pm at night and now they're going, get in at 10 and you can probably leave at like half, half one. I was like, this is fucking mid. Yeah, Let's go, yeah. So. But that's so weird though because that must be such a step up in quality. Like, yeah. I, me and my mates talk about this a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just we're shit Sunday league players. Mm-hmm. I'll do well, well to. Yeah, so am I really? I just trade a bit more over the years now. But <laughs> ultimately, that's what I was, wasn't I? So but I've I've had a kickabout. It's a humble brag, mm-hmm. humble brag. But I've had a kickabout with some players, yeah, like Jack Wilshere and stuff like that. And Jack I, is top, but I cannot believe the level, the le- the level. Yeah. Right? So, how- but you know what? That's that's the humbleness that I like. I was watching uh, another podcast the other day, like a brief little segment of it. And there was a there was a fella on there like basically telling Andy Cole how to score and you're like, I mean this with the greatest respect. What the fuck is the world coming to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this, this is Andy Cole, yeah. and I get it, it's all like topical and debates and mm. all of that. But I was just like, oh mate, that was the only thing that I had on my side through anything is I'll always outwork people. Right, that's the only thing I've ever been able to do. Mm. Um, so even like today, I've trained this morning, gone home, quickly saw the kids, got changed. Jumped on the train straight down there. Yeah, I do whatever. I need to see some people afterwards. Mm-hmm. Get on the train back, and I'll do it all again tomorrow. Like you thrive off it, do you? you like- yeah, I just don't like sitting still. Yeah, I don't like. You know when people go on holiday mm-hmm. and they sit and they read a book or whatever. Like I, I can only do that. And the missus was we, like four days max. Yeah, and then I'm like. We're wasting time here. What else have we got to do? And I'm like phoning the plumber and that. Like, can you come round and sort out the bathroom? <laughs> nothing even to be done. But I just want to make sure that things are happening. So I, heard um, you, I think I heard you say on the Fozcast, because yeah. Ben likes his bikes, doesn't he? Loves mm-hmm. it. A cycling GK. After yeah, yeah. That. And weren't you one of the only ones that could outwork him on the bike? Well, yeah. And he, he got a bit angry. So <laughs> He'll hate that. Yeah. that up. He'll hate it. Do you know what Fozzie did? So he got this whiteboard mm. and he just, he made all these things that he was good at. So we did like the 100 meter challenge, the mm. 500 meter challenge. And then he went to the 1K, but he was the only one doing it. So he was putting all the first. So the time is this, the time is that. And then he went, right, any of you lads can beat me, then we'll change it. I just literally jumped on the bike at 100. And obviously I'm a bit bigger than Ben, so I've just twatted it for like 15 seconds. And he was like, 
No, 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 no. Now we go to 5K. No, <laughs> well, it's all right. If you can do it for 100, can you do it for 10K? And I was like, I don't want to. You set the rules. <laughs> and then, so then it became this thing at work there. Everyone was like, Troy, he's just set a new one on the 500. And I was like, okay. But what would piss him off more is I never like warmed up for it. I'd just go, Ben, do you want to do it now? And he'd go, yeah, 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 go on, mate. And I'd just twat it. And he'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then I'd beat him again. So yeah, he made all these new rules up. But it's just like... I just like challenges. Mm. Like when I, when I look back at my life, anyway, from like school, the reason because it was so easy, I kind of set myself a challenge, like how naughty could it be without getting, like trying to push it to the limit all the time. Mm. And um, that's basically football. But to answer your original question, sorry, we kind of mm. diverted. It was about like going into, um, into Warsaw. They were good. And I mean, it's regrets, but they're league two good. So the, a lot of their attributes was being fit. Well, I'm already fit. So now when we got like, these are old names, like Michael Ricketts, uh, Tommy Mooney, Darrell Byfield, these people that all played in Prem and they're like 34, 35. I want to learn off them now. I don't care about being around my own age group. Mm -hmm. Rico, what's it like playing the Prem? Moons, uh, and, they're, and they're all giving me these little like gems. So I still do it to this day and I make the young kids do it now. But if I missed the, the target, Tommy Mooney used to go two press-ups. All right, bang. Before you know it, A, that's building my strength, but B, I'm thinking, fuck, I don't want to miss a target now. Now my goals start coming because I'm not just smashing it all over the place. That's good. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I've always been one of them kids that hung around with the older kids because I just like how people think. Mm. So, I'm yeah. So Again, that, it's that journey. Yeah, yeah. It's that journey. And I like losing. Yeah. Believe it or not. You like not, losing. In the, not in the football sense, in life sense. Like, if someone... You know, I wouldn't come on this podcast and go, I'm better than you at this. I need to lose for like six months of just, right, you're smashing me through the numbers. But by the seventh month, I've learned enough off YouTube to go, ah, that's how we do it. Right. And then I can, do you go, then yeah, I'll yeah. win. And so now I've, I've We shouldn't it. have had him on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, now there, thought I was getting changed. I'm just taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Deanie talks, goes above us in the chart. <laughs> nah, the Fee, can we delete that episode, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Right, so you smash it at uh, Warsaw. You sign for Watford. Um, talk to me about what that means to, to rise to 500k. So if, is that if you play... Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, within that, you have, like, the structure. So, yeah, with, with the first, it was 250. That's guaranteed. Mm. If... Watford ever got promoted to the Prem, it went up to like 350. If I ever played for England, there was another 150 on it. So it's just like those kind of, um, you know, incentives. So, so for Warsaw, they got a base fee, which kept them going for like two years at the time. Quality. And then if, um, like when we got promoted, they had that, but they had the big one, which ultimately stopped me at the long run in, in terms of the move. They had 25% of whatever I got sold for. So when there was like, we'll probably get to, but further down the line, I'm trying to go to Leicester where they've just won the league. It's mm. like 30 million. Watford are going, well, it's not 30 million because 25% of that has to go to Warsaw. So try to do a bit of a dowel boy, a phone, Warsaw, like, I, I lads, I know, but can we give you like 2 million? And they were just being like, nope, nope, nope. And then ultimately they went to sign somebody else. But um, yeah. So, 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 so Warsaw said no. Mm -hmm. So they, they they missed out on everything. Everything, yeah. When they could have just gone, yeah, we'll take they, the two. Yeah, could or just negotiated something like, I don't know, give us four million and two loan players, let's say. Oh, wow. But they were just so, the previous owner was so like money orientated that. That's a silly just, move though, that. 
Yeah, we would say that. Yeah. I definitely would because I never got to play Champions League because of it. So. Yeah. But yeah. Fucking hell. Um, you speak quite openly and honest about stuff. Yeah. And one thing we wanted to pick your brain on is, well, one interview I love that of, of yours is Laura Woods asked you a couple of years ago about mm-hmm. pressure. When oh, you, yeah. we, you, I think I think the, the the context was you hadn't scored a goal in a while. You scored one, mm-hmm. and she said, "Does it feel like the pressure's relieved?" Mm-hmm. To which you said, um, "I've got the quote here." You said, "Nah, real pressure is watching my mum work three jobs trying to make ends meet for Christmas. Mm-hmm. This is just football." I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. But but because of that, because you're from so, such humble mm-hmm. beginnings, does mm-hmm. that mean money was a motivating factor for you then? Because a lot of footballers play it down, like yeah. it's not. But no, I, I think I think they're all full of shit. To be totally honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a, that's what we're all doing it yeah. for. I mean, yeah. it might not be your sole purpose as to why you do it, but eventually like that's why there's so many people now got instagram to their kids haven't they like was it project Mbappe and all of these kind of things because everyone knows that when you get to the premier league or to that very high level there's a massive pot of gold at the end of it um but for me it was just what i could do this and not get in trouble but like let me talk about i get into so much nonsense outside of football at that time period it was like well this i can earn money really good money to put it into context, I bought the house that we grew up in for £50,000. That was 10 weeks' work for me. Fuck. Do you know, like, when you put it into context... What, what age is that? 21. That's 22. mad, isn't it? Like, from a council estate, like, yeah. we, you know, when they did the scheme and you could buy it and all of that, it was, mm. like, £51,000. So that was, like, 10 weeks' work. So in two and a half months of work, I was able to buy the house that we grew up in. Now, it was only, like... Now it's changed, obviously, but people got better. But in my life, it's only my nan and granddad that owned their home. No one else in our family had done that. So it was like, oh, that's an achievement. Yeah. Oh, shit, I've still got all this money left, so let's... I just used to go out, man, let's have a laugh and do whatever, do you know what I mean? Was it hard to stay humble with it, though? Do you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was a knob, mate. Really? For a lo- oh, for a long time, yeah, yeah, a long time. And I had a few people around me that would humble me, like, who were still around me to this day. But mm. in the bigger picture, like... I always say this story, it's like when I went to jail, I remember the old Blackberry days? Mm-hmm. I had like 300 contacts. It was like, you know, Troy's out, said it on the, um, on the chat and he'd go around everywhere and then everyone would come out. But then like got locked up and I had like seven people write me and three people send me some money. So it's like, ah, that's when you know yeah, who was uh, there for what reason. So and they're all there when you're, when you're paying for the drinks. Of and course. Like, no. and, and even like to this day, there's still people we help out but like even my mate will be like my best mate who does the, the podcast with us. Mm. He's been there the whole journey. So he's like, don't you remember when he used to say this about you? And like when I was locked up, because obviously you know, people tweet and all that. I was like, but mate, he's still doing the same thing. And we're, t- we're 10 years removed. This year's 10 years removed from being in jail. Like what, what, what are we still worried about that for? Yeah. So if he needs to ask me for something, mm. if anything, I just go, ha ha. There you go, no problem, glad I could help you. Yeah. And just give him a shirt or whatever for whatever charity. And it's just like, yeah. But I was an arsehole for a long time, to answer your question. It's, it's good to have those people around you that humble you, because mm. I always say on air that, like, I'm from a council estate mm-hmm. as well, and then, like, took so many years for my YouTube channel to pop off. And there has been moments in the past where maybe I've lost my head a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I see my dad work 15-hour shifts in a family, yeah, yeah. and then I'm a mate whatever compared to that and you feel you feel like this kind of you need that guilt. You'll, you'll appreciate it as well <clears throat> i don't know if you both appreciate it at this mm. level yet but you just need somewhere where you can be you mm. and i always say i'm three different people so i'm troy i'm troy dini and i'm daddy mm. three different people do you know what i mean troy dini is the this this guy mm-hmm. and the guy that plays football troy is when i'm at my mum's no one gives a shit 
what we do with football. We don't talk about football and we just do juvenile dumb shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. who's going to make the tea? My, me and my brother and my sister, like my, my brother's 30, soon to be 31, my sister's 26. And we'll just have wrestling matches. Like, even now. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? We'll just start rolling around and wrestling and just <laughs> dumb shit. I bet it's quite hard if they go, to, like... <laughs> At, her, at your mum's, you mm. can't go, fuck off, I'm not making a tea. Do you know how many goals yeah. I scored for one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I still can't even swear at my mum. So right. it's, um, yeah. yeah. And then and obviously, and then when I'm dad, I've got four four beautiful kids. So mm. that's a whole different person I have to be. I'm like the, the soft, I try and have rules of discipline, but ultimately I'm the biggest softie you've ever seen. So um, I just try and make them understand that, you know, everything costs because again, coming from humble beginnings, and I saw this quote the other day, it's like, Raise your kids so you can enjoy your grandkids, which basically means if you just give your kids everything, you're gonna get spoiled little knobhead grandkids, and you're gonna to have to re-raise them. So um, yeah, so just I try and do that, but I just like somewhere, and I think, you know what I'm saying, like you just go somewhere where you can be you, yeah, and all the mask, all of this, all the all the lights, all the cameras, it's just it doesn't mean nothing, yeah. And like I say, we go to my mum's. Used to be every Wednesday, but now life took over a bit. But every Wednesday we'd have fajita Wednesdays. <laughs> And just watch shit and talk shit. And be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. be normal, yeah. It's, it's, it's so good because, like, I could be in London with you doing all this crazy shit, sitting mm. down with whoever, West Ham, all this cool stuff. Then I'll just go back to a pub in Norwich called The Murderers. Yeah. I'll try and tell my mates that I grew up with, like, oh, I was with Noble. They don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is what and how you, nice is that? That's though? what you need. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That is yeah. what you need. How many, how many mates do you have now that are, like, in the game, as in football, yeah. and how many of them are the ones you grew up with? I've never really had football friends, to be honest. No, no I, I just had the in between us called football <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really had any football friends, to be totally honest with you, because because I came in late. I didn't know how I was supposed to act, so I just just did me, um, and I was quite aggressive in in the sense of bullish in the way that I just wanted to come in and force my own way. Mm. Um, but I've got like. I'd say like a handful of football friends now. Adrian Mariapa is the one that is like my my best football friend. He he helped me out when I was locked up. He like he won't mind it because we spoke about it. But he he lent me like ten grand oh, to right. pay the bills and stuff. Oh wow! Never asked for it back. He got it back obviously, but he he wasn't like here's ten and give me twelve or anything. It was just you're going through a tough time. I know you're a good kid. Gave that to the family and like look after the bills and just kept me afloat really until oh, I was back. Fast. In um, many ways, then that's not even really a football friend. Is no, that's, that's what so, I mean. So yeah, old that, yeah. yeah he, he's my boy, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll say it like if if there's like three people who can call me at four or five in the morning, I'll get out of my bed for. Yeah, like anybody else, you know, I'll call you back in tomorrow. And yeah. sorry, mate. Uh, and then I've got really one, two, four real friends. Mm. That's about it, really. I've got loads of people that are class as mates and they look out for me and I look out for them, but genuinely friends that we speak to every day. Four people, maybe. That's, I think that's good, though, in that type yeah. of close, close circle because when you have a bit of status and stuff, I've found it, and I'm, I'm not not ever been a Premier League footballer or anything, but... Well, you are the man on YouTube and Spotify. We'll take that, Troy. Yeah, we'll yeah. take that. I, I find sometimes I've struggled to work out when there's new people coming to my group, mm-hmm. what are they what are they, Why there are they here? Yep. What are they getting at? And one of my best mates um, is a guy called Joel that I met a couple of years ago, and he won't mind me telling this, mm. but I remember, I didn't know him, and he was, he was a mutual friend, and I was leaving the pub, and there are some people in my friendship group where Jack's getting the punch. Jack's getting yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I walk out 
Joel's there, and I go, Joel, you come in for a for a pint. And he goes, he goes, oh mate, I can't. I'm I'm this Friday night. He yeah. goes, I'm skint. So straight away, I think, is he asking me? Is he saying I'll come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. You get the pint. So I think, oh fuck, I don't. Know. So but I didn't say anything because I didn't know him. I go in the I go in the pub. He comes in about twenty minutes later, and then he goes, um, he goes, fuck it, I'll I'll stay for one. He goes, who wants a pint? And then yeah. like six or seven people don't know that he's skint. Yeah. And go, yeah. And he goes up to the bar and gets the pints. And yeah, like, yeah. He could have easily just gone, oh, this YouTuber's here who's got a bit of yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. relied on me. And I thought that's a real, yeah, yeah. That's a real I, person. I think that that comes, you know, I've had, you know, I use lockdown to stop that. So for like 12 years, I was like an enabler, unbeknownst to myself. Cause it was like, I don't want to go Miami on my own or just with one pal. I wanted to go like, my whole, like six of us come, like so my birthday, my 30th birthday was me and like, me and my brother. Yeah, there was six of us. There was, so I rented this big house in Miami. It's my 30th birthday, like all come, it's all on Troy, blah, blah, blah. And it, it, the, the, the thing without that was it was great. We had a good time, but like I was flying back and it was like, and they all said thank you and all that, but you know that feeling of like, I don't think you realized how long I had to work to, to get to this moment. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Their enjoyment was solely from a, we're all here, this is mint. But I'm like, yeah, it is mint, but you know them times you used to like say, fuck it, don't go on the run tonight. Or oh, this party's coming up. All those things I sacrificed was for this. So we had a great time and it. So uh, that was a bit of a long story, but when we got to lockdown and like uh, we did the thing with uh, Watford and we, we stopped getting paid for like, I think it was like three, four months. And um, I just used it as an opportunity because I was like, kind of went through my finances and I'm like, well, my, my outgoings are X, after that's not even me. Like, why am I covering this? Why am I covering that? What would you cover stuff for your mates and that, would you? No, nah, like family and friends right. and just, you know, because I had the expenses. So yeah. it was like, I'll just do it. W would that be just you saying, you know what, I'll do that? Or would yeah, people come Yeah, but people would well? kind of like, like lean in on it. So like, oh, you go, I don't know, for I would say, you'd, you'd be at a family function. And my nan, bless her, she'd be like, oh, you know, cousin over there is going through a bit of a tough time. We go speak to him. I said, my nan's ass, so I'll go speak to him. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I just lost my job and I lost this and I lost that. Borrow five grand. You're like, whoa, whoa. Um, oh, yeah. just straight to it. Yeah, just straight to it. It's like, oh, uh. and at that point, it's like, are you ever saying no? And then and it's awkward and everyone, people will think you're a knob. Yeah, and they're like, well, we, we know you've got it. And that's the thing. When, when I hate when people say, can I borrow? And I've got this system. My best friend, I wish he was here to tell you. I've got this system. Everyone could ask once. You could ask once. If you don't pay me back, it's my fault. I'm not going to say to you that. I'll lend you, I don't make a number up, 10 grand. Yeah. I'm never going to chase you for it. I'm never going to just, if you give, because I kind of learned this off maps. He gave it me out of the goodness of his heart. Obviously, we paid it back. But it's like, never going to go, here's 10K. And then in two months time, I'm like, how much how much you owe me still? Have you been paying back? It's like, that person still might be going through it. And now you look like a fucking bailiff. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't really affect you. They're not paying you back financially. They're paying you back in trust as well. That's what they're that's, doing. That's what, yeah. And that's what I'm getting to. So like, yeah, I used to just like, everyone has one chance. And there was a, there was a friend, well, an old friend that kind of used that favour for, mm. for an amount of money. I said, yeah, no bother. I want to say four months later, it was less than six months. I mate, I'll be all right. I just go through a bit of a bad time with the gambling and blah, blah, blah. Just could you help me out to cover this? And literally the message before, you know, it shows it was like, thank you so much for lending me that money. Oh. So basically what he'd done, he'd been gambling, he'd gone all around the cycle and he'd come back to me. And it was like, dude, like, 
no, you Shit. still owe me X for yeah. this one. Oh yeah, I'm getting that back. I don't, I don't want it back. Just delete my number. Don't worry, we're not friends now because not for the monetary, but clearly you just think you, you can don't just respect use it. me enough. To yeah, yeah, and then yeah. So I've had a few of those instances, but nine times out of ten, I'm relatively cool with most of my people around. We were sort of researching you last night. We were kind of blown away by some of the stuff that you've done with your money. Like, you've <laughs> uh, should... I say good or bad? No, good. Positive. <laughs> no, it's re really good. That's what like ever since I saw that that interview with Laura Woods, where you said that 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 hit me. That did. Um, you what have you seen? I'm worried now. I'm nervous. What have no, you seen? <laughs> I, well, I've seen. Didn't you? You paid your brother's bills for like three three years, so we could carry on doing his gym and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Few things. Yeah, like I don't see that as a big thing though, because I know if it was the other way around, he would have done it for me. But he, yeah. he'd see it as a big thing, wouldn't he? Yeah, but I've, we're just at that time. Like me and my brother, just if he he was meant to be the footballer, so our whole family was on him. He had a lot of pressure as a kid. Like you're gonna be this, and you're gonna you're gonna be the one to change our whole dynamic. But like, yeah, like, it's just a weird thing to talk about because I don't do the things for like. I tell me I'm good, mm. but then in the new world you have to show that you're doing the things, otherwise people don't think you've done it. Do you get what I yeah. mean? So yeah, like we we do we do loads around the area. We've we've like paid for schools in like uh, there's a school in Watford called Garston, raised like 50k uh, as an autism school, a school that's kids with special needs, but a lot of the kids there are autistic, um, and they were cutting themselves. You know the old concrete ones. So we put a state of the art. Um, it was an astroturf, but they could learn on it as well. So all on the sides, it's like doing maths with snooker balls. And because mm. people with autism that like to be outside because of the air and they've got high energy. So mm. that's the kind of thing where I'm like, if I was to ever pass away, that remember me for that. That remember me for the, the shit I say on football. And do you get what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. We do we do a lot around the area, but nine times out of ten, with most footballers as well, they don't want their name attached to it, not for any other reason than. And I, I used this analogy to my pal the other day. Me and you, we could, we're both doing quite well in life, right? Mm -hmm. You can ask us for a donation instantly, irrespective of that he could have more cash in his account than me, because I play football, whatever I give, I could have given more. So you could give 200 pound, mm. I give 20 grand, mm. and your 200 pound would be more well received than my 20 yeah. grand. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Because the, perce uh, the perception is, I read that, Wayne Rooney was earning 300k a week. So why did he only give 20? Yeah. To some people, we go, 20 grand, that's unbelievable. But you'll always have this side. 20, that's not even a day's wages. Yeah, yeah. You get yeah. what I mean? So either way you do it, mm. you're better off just going, how much? Message them directly. There you go, there's, there's that. Can we just keep it between keep it us? Out of the, out of the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird as well, because we live in this world where if you do do something good and it comes out for X, Y, and Z, people will be like, oh, he's such a braggy guy. Yeah, yeah, or it's promo or yeah. whatever, e yeah. Even if you're not the one who lets it slip. Well, what's the stuff with Mr. Beast at the moment? Do you know Mr. Beast then? I know. I, do you know what? I've, I live under a hole. My yeah. son literally showed me who he was the other day. Right. And yeah. I was like, oh, fucking hell, he's smashing it. He's the top, top dog. Yeah. Did he earn like 50 mil or something last year? Sorry, I don't I, want I, people's that's, pockets, yeah, that's, but that's, that was yeah. the headline. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd guess potentially more than that, but yeah. he, yeah. he's done a few videos recently which are more for charity. Right? Look, oh, he, he likes to give away like prizes and money yeah, to yeah. his viewers, but he's just done a couple of videos. One where he's giving loads of shoes to those less fortunate in Africa. Oh, and then another one where he 
essentially cured people's eyesight. He paid for wow. eye surgery for about a thousand people. Yeah, that's people, people who have obviously like had like cataracts, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But people have been blind for a prolonged period of time. Paid for how many? Like ten. I think it was like a th- yeah. eyes or something. And people have kicked off. Yeah, and people are moaning. They, yeah. People are moaning, saying it's what? all promo. He's doing it all for his channel and stuff. It's- this, this. You know, I'm sorry, we're gonna take it to this. This is a new place in the world. It's and I'm. I'm a bit old school, but the fuck are you moaning about? Yeah. Like, even if it was around promo, even if it was, mm-hmm. and he was getting paid to do it, whatever, he's still already done a good thing. Yeah, he could have just not done it at all. Yeah, yeah. he could have just <laughs> went, you know what, give me all the dough. And yeah. if he didn't, he wouldn't have got the ag. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And he yeah. could, and it, it's just this thing now where social media is great, but it's also like just created this space of like, so tools, yeah. fucking tools, yeah. man. They're ready to jump on anyone for. Yeah. And it, it's like, do you know what it's like? It's giving people a voice to just go, like, look outwardly and go, "You're not doing that." And I you know, use me. Oh, your teeth are crooked. You're this. You're that. You're all these different things. Mm. But if I literally turn the mirror and go, "Yeah, but you're a whopper." Yeah. No, no, you can't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, no, you can't say that. You can't do that. Yeah. And, and then they cry victim, and I'm like. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't understand the world we're living in now. It's no. like, I can say whatever I want outwardly. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare look in, inside at me and, you know, question my life. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, it's just a, it's a real weird space. Troy, you mentioned there, yeah. tougher upbringings or uh-huh. tougher earlier parts of your life. Yeah. Prison. Mm-hmm. What's it like being a footballer in prison? First, first of all, how... How big were you on the sort of football scene when you went in prison? You were at Watford. I was at, when- I was at Watford. I was doing all, I was doing all right. Um, Did that make your life harder in prison or easier? You know, it, it's a strange one. Um, it made my professional career a bit tougher. Mm. It made, but I went to, I got sentenced to Winston Green Jail. Anyone can look it up and it's like, you know, Birmingham's biggest jail, but... I had so many friends and family in there that it, it, it that wasn't actually daunting because everyone around me, it's like a weird thing, like from the estates and that where I'm from, like people go to jail and come back. It just, it just happens. So it wasn't really like, oh, Troy's gone to jail. That's a massive thing. But in the sporting world, it was like, this footballer's gone to jail and what's he doing? And he's a hooligan and all these different types of terms. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, going into jail was a little bit like, oh, fucking hell. It's a bit tough, this, but I buried my dad on the Friday and then went to jail on the Monday. So it, it was, I was in it, like my headspace was a bit like, I was a bit all over the place. I was drinking a lot of the time as right. well. So again, that's not to excuse any of the behavior, but it just, you know, yeah. just the, the facts of life. Um, so yeah, so obviously buried dad Friday, go to jail Monday. And um, you go, so you go, into, so when you, let me paint a picture in court, Bang, Troy, you've been given 10 months, okay? You don't, like, go home, get your stuff. And go. You just, like, turn around, through this door, take it to the cells downstairs. And did, did you know that that, that was going to be the outcome? Yeah, I, I was told, basically, if we could keep it under a year, you've done well, basically. Right. Um, and the only thing that had saved me in that aspect was because I had, um, I'd already pleaded guilty to, to my things, so they couldn't change any of the, uh, the the sentencing basically. So basically if you if you try and fight it, they can up, upgrade the level of the sentence and things of that nature. So right. um, yeah, so thankfully I, I'd already done that mm. um, and I was able to learn my lesson and, and, and move forward. But yeah, when I went when I went downstairs, I went downstairs at like half two. I didn't get to Winston Green Jail till about half eight, nine because you have to wait for everybody else to come down and then they put you on the van. So until the van's full... 
Oh, it's like all of the cases throughout the day. Throughout the day, yeah. To see whether they're guilty or... Yeah, yeah, and, and who's going where and whatever. So you basically just sat down in this, like, booking area for a couple of hours. So I'm just sat there. didn't take anything with me. I didn't... I don't know why, actually, I didn't do any of that. I just didn't think you could. I thought you kind of just got, like, like school. You got your gear. Like how you see in the movies, isn't it? Like, yeah. there's your stuff. That's what you get, kind of that. Yeah. That's the vibe. And, um, yeah, I just got to there about... Eight o'clock, I was fucking starving. That's the biggest thing I remember. But when we, when we got to the front, so you give you your gear, you put the the, the, the trekkie on and whatever, and the uh, the guy who's booking you in is like read the name. He's like, Dini, yeah. And my dad's name was Berkey, so he's like, Berkey, your dad. I was like, yeah. But I knew as I'd got into football, my dad was like obviously in and out of jail, but he he'd always speak about me. So he goes, Berkey, your dad? He goes, yeah. Well, you're going to be fucking trouble then. And he just threw the thing, like the 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 tag on me. And I was like, well, that's not a good start, is it? Like, yeah. That's <laughs> not a reputation good... already. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you're going to be trouble. He just fucking threw it at me. And I look... Then I went in and you get in this like overnight thing. And I've walked in, it's a bunk bed, painting a picture. It is, I want to say, it's six feet wide because I can touch side to side. And it's about seven to eight foot long. So there's like a double bunk bed. There's there's a double bunk bed this side. There's a fucking piss. Uh, uh, so let's take a piss. And there's here to wash your hands at the TV. And in the middle of that is a door. That's that's your room. And there's two two fellas in there. But I've walked in and this geezer's on the top bunk. He's already set up. And I've walked in like, I really need a shit. That was the first thing I remember going like... <laughs> Can I shit? Is like, <laughs> is this like on a plane? Like I can, but it's like frowned upon. Yeah. And so I just held that in. I thought we're not doing that. And then like, yeah, just thrown into this room, and that's it. And like, that's that's day one. But you're in like a holding thing again while everyone's working out the paperwork and the process. Mm. Next day, knock at the door. Right, Troy, you're going on to. I went on to K Wing, which is like a working wing for, for people that are not really in trouble or workers. So I'll go on there, and the guy goes. Got my little bag of stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah. so Troy, you're in here, you're in room, whatever the room is. And uh, I say room, Sal, like it's like a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> the holiday inn. Very key, sir. Um, yeah. <laughs> little and, cookie. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, oh, just to let you know, uh, they've all got the paper, so they all know who you are. Good luck. Push me back in Fuck and shut off. the door behind me. And I'm like... What, has he just said that's getting your head? Oh, massively. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Massively got a bed. But he's like, push me through the door. I like slammed the bars and I was like, fuck. That's when it kind of became real. Cause I was like, shit, shit. Like, is that person who I got into the old case with, does he have family? Are they in here? Like, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Does he have friends? All these mad thoughts go through your head. But honestly, it was the worst experience, but the best thing I, I, I needed for me at that, that moment in yeah. time, just to stop me in my tracks. No one gave a shit that I was a footballer. If anything, it caused more problems. Like, you're a fucking nubhead for being here. Like, we're criminals by choice or by circumstance. And mm. You want to be tough when you can make all... Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It was just like... Did anyone start on you when you were in there? Yeah, so my dad's pals started on me. Yeah. Um, more like... Not not started on me, kind of like just stuck it on me. Like, you're, you're being a fucking nubhead. To teach you a lesson. Yeah, so basically, I go into the gym. And um, the guy in there, again, knew I was like, look, 
you fucked up your life. He was one of the nice kids. You fucked up your life. And you know, we still want to try and keep you fit because technically I still had a job at this point. I went in in early June. Right. So it was our off season. So no one had really even noticed I'd gone from a footballing community. Mm-hmm. And it was like, right, just keep ticking over. We're going to get you fit, whatever. I was like, no, no worries, Sam. And as I've turned around, there's like these two lads that I knew from, from, from the area like called twins. They were twins, but they called they obviously we called them the twins. Mm. And I've like, Oh, shoulders relaxed now. Like, I know you, you know me, we're sweet. How you doing, mate? And it was like, fuck you doing in there? Uh, but you know, with that tone and you're like, ah, this ain't how it's supposed to go. I'm like, yeah, I did this. And I was a bit like cocky. Like, yeah, I did this, I did that. What, you think you're odd? I was like, nah. But, you know, you asked me what happened, I'm telling you. Mate, if your dad, were, if your dad was here, he'd fucking fill you in. And I was like, oh, and then, but at this point, a couple of others of my dad's friend, they could, so I've got my back to them, so they can't see who I'm having the confrontation mm. with. So they've come to like kind of look after me and then they've realised what they're doing. So they've joined in. So this, this is day two or like, yeah, day two, about 16, 16 hours in really. Like, yeah, 16 hours into day two. And I've got five big, you know, well, well-seasoned, prison uh, vets say to me like, do you know how much of a fucking idiot you are? You think you're tough. If it weren't for your old man, we'd fill you in now. We'd make you pay this, we'd make you pay that. And it humbled me, man, so much. And I was like, I was a bit egotistical as well. So I weren't going to back down. But then when I got back to my room, I just sat there and was like, they're fucking right, to be fair. And the next day I went and saw him and I went, look, I'll make you right, to be fair. That's a Apologies. story, that. Yeah, I apologise. And they were still hurt because they'd only just heard us say dad died on the Friday. So this is the Tuesday. They'd only just heard that my dad had died. Oh, so it was raw for them as well. So they were just, no, but they still they were talking as if he was alive. They oh, were like, if yeah. your dad was in here, he'd be sticking it all over, he'd be fuming. Mm. And then they've kind of heard, I don't know whether it's through the prison or whatever, or for the grapevine. It was like Tuesday when I said it, they were like, fuck, you never said your dad was dead. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because my dad was so, like, he had cancer of the esophagus, so he died. Found out in Feb, died in May. So it was, like, really, really quick. Great. So, But he was, like, old school. Like, he just used to go to pub still. Didn't tell anyone. He still tried to stay out late. He was all, like, about being, like, the tough guy. So when he died to a lot of people, it was like, I saw him Friday. He was sweet. Like, yeah, what happened? A real shock. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, yeah, he turned around really quick. So, so them lads, they were your dad's mates, were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what we would call, I don't know if I do it like uncle. Right. Uncle, uncle Dave or Uncle whoever. You know, like that geezer that's not your uncle, but mm. he'll throw you a bit, a bit of fruit at a fruit stand. Like, yeah. that's that's such a touch of class from them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. They're, they're, all, they're all sound lads. Like, they're all, um, you know, certified blokes. They, they know what they're doing. They know the way they live. And it's only like, with my old man, like, he kept it so far away from us, it was a joke. So we don't have his last name. None of none of us do. Mm. We got our mum's name. But it was solely because he knew, he, he used to live off a reputation, your last name is what you stand by. So if everyone mentioned Burke or any of my dad's brothers mentioned it, they'd be like, shit, that's Paul's brother. So they'd leave him alone. Right. Yeah. But he didn't want that when he got to later life that we would have to deal with the consequences by having that. So I say later life, he died at 47. So, um, you know, it was very, very quick. Do you think that time in your life and the things that you learned there and from your dad, do you think that that's made you a better dad? Possibly. Yeah. I think, I think I'm learning on the job. I think anyone that's a parent is learning on the job. 
Um, I make mistakes daily. I think I'm more given than my dad was. Well, I think anyone who's a parent now is more given than their parents and definitely their grandparents. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I put a bar of soap in my kid's mouth now for swearing, but that was a normal thing back in the day, wasn't I, it? I, I, I think I've got memories of my mum yeah. doing that. Yeah. You know what was funny? There was, a, there was a debate on Twitter yesterday and I only like reading the feeds. I didn't get involved, but it was like, can you slap your kids? Mm. And I was like, I said to my missus, I don't, I got smacked twice in my whole life, mm. but at 34, I can still tell you the two reasons that I was a knobhead for doing it. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like a beating all the time. Mm. One, I swore my mum and I ducked and I thought it was clever and I went to laugh and she caught me with the meanest backhand <laughs> I've ever seen. And, uh, <laughs> but, and then even like today, we laugh about it, but she'll go like, if I did that in this day and age, like mm. social services, all yeah. these different things. Mm -hmm. But then it, it raises the argument of like, is that why there is no fear of authority anymore? Because I don't, I'm not saying you should go and beat your kids by any stretch of the imagination, but if there's not a consequence to you misbehaving as a youngster, it's not going to come in as you get older. Do yeah. you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's a really right. weird debate. Mm. It's the right punishment for yeah. what's being done. But obviously yeah. you were doing something worse that kind of felt like that was the right thing for yeah, your course, to do. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Well, I swore and she told me, like, don't swear and I did it. And I, I'll never forget, this is quite a funny story. So my kid, Robert Ellis, he'll, he'll remember this. He was about eight and I was like, yeah, I was about eight and I was about 11. You know, truth or dare. Mm -hmm. And like, we were at dad's. And it was like, I run in there naked and run back out. Don't say, but just run in naked and run back out. Very juvenile shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's running and all I had was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's ran back out. And like, we're laughing. But now, you know the old school, don't make me get up. But dad got up and we were like, oh fuck, we're in trouble here. And he's coming and he's like, no, I made him swear. I made him swear. I said, run in there and go, fuck, and run back. That's so what I did. Naked. No, it was <laughs> naked. He was oh, naked. Yeah, he was naked. Yeah, that was there. Doubled up. Yeah, it was a double, <laughs> My it was God. Over like, over like, over a crappy game, like Super Mario or something, you know, like uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. It was over that. Like, I beat him, loser had to do a dare. Yeah. So again, we lived in the flat. It wasn't far to do it. So yeah, he's done that. He comes back. And, my, and I'm kind of sitting there going, Haha, you're a dribble. My dad just absolutely grabbed me. He goes, I know he didn't say that. You've made him say that. Got both of us. Remember the old Imperial levers? Yeah. The yeah. soaps yeah. with a little bit of that. Yeah. He's gone, wash your mouth. So you don't swear in my house. So I've gone to do that, like be all cheeky. And he just went, kink. <laughs> and I still remember to this day, getting all the like paper off my teeth. And he's like, oh. let me catch you swearing again. I'll make you eat it. Wow. <laughs> And like up until I was 18, oh, I never swore. Fucking hell. That's what I mean. It does teach you, like, a it teach you like Don't get wrong. There's a lot more nicer, friendly ways in 2023. <laughs> but do you get what I mean? At yeah, that yeah, point, I could yeah. tell you why it happened, why you did it, and the benefits of why it never happened again. Right. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. 100%. And don't get me wrong. There's, there's loads of obviously bad stories and cases where people you know go too far and some people just shouldn't even have kids in my opinion. But I just think, you know, for me... Twice I was smacked. Once I had to taste a bar of soap. Mm -hmm. But you learned from and it. And I learned from both of them. You learned from it. Mm -hmm. It seems like a, a theme in your life because you're such a love. I've only met you today, but a mm -hmm. lovely guy, humble guy. Oh, thank guy, you. And you don't shy away from mistakes. We've all made mistakes, mm -hmm. but you seem like you've learned from them. Yeah. And turned them into positives and stuff like that. Which but is that's that's life though, isn't it? Yeah. I think now, like, especially with social media, I keep going back to it and I, I believe it, I actually like social media, but it's like we only ever see the, pre the, the end presentation. Mm -hmm. Everyone, if someone's got a nice set of gear, like yes, 
throw that picture up. We got a new motor. Yes, I'll throw that up. Well, how about when that, if you couldn't make the payment for that car, are you, are you showing that being taken away? And it's a very crude one, but I always say it. We all take a shit in the morning, don't we? Mm -hmm. Who posts that? <laughs> I bet there's an account out there. Do you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> no Start one... doing that. That's your USP. That's where Spotify comes up in. Deanie tours. Yeah. Start rating shit. <laughs> but do, you, do you get what I mean? Like we all show how life is great and it's fantastic. Yeah. But we never show the, the normal simplicities of life. And like, I hate the word normal as well. It's another thing I don't like using because your two is normal and my normal are completely different. Mm. But I just think like, it's always showing people, oh yeah, I've got this and I'm doing that and look how great my life is. But realistically, social media should be used to show like, this is what my life is. And actually to get to this, as you touched on earlier, you've, you would have done hundreds, if not thousands of mm -hmm. uh, shows and little clips here and there that mm -hmm. never did anything. But once you got it, they went bang. Exactly that. You're like, fuck it out. But yeah. you've shown, you were able to show the process. Exactly that. Seven years without making a penny and then it all went mad but then i don't see that as luck then yeah. i see that as hard work you set your goal on something because if you didn't have a passion for it to drive for it mm. i'm giving you a bit of credit here but believe it or not <laughs> you don't have drive passion and, and and motivation and by the way discipline mm. you can't you can't be where you are now and that's why it frustrates me when people have like anyone with yourself footballers whoever and like ah oh, he only does youtube no he doesn't he does fucking hours and hours of it Someone might say, I'm not a very good footballer. No problem. But I do hours and hours of it. And the hardest thing to do in life now is turn up. Mm. Turn up every day. You know what? I feel like shit today. I'm still going to turn up and do it. That's quality. Do you know what I mean? That is quality. Right, Troy. Mm -hmm. We've got some football questions. We'll be honest. They're not the most unique questions in the world. Oh, you've got very Google. Yeah. <laughs> We've got, Google. yeah. What, what to ask footballers. <laughs> Use that AI thing. <laughs> yeah. Chat GPT. Yeah. Um, but we cannot have you on this show yeah. without hearing you talk to us about that famous girl. Oh, the Leicester one? Yeah. Ten, I ten years next month. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. I remember exactly. I'm not a Leicester fan. I'm not a Watford fan. Mm -hmm. Luckily enough, West Ham have been in the championship a long time. But I remember where I was when that goal went in. Mm -hmm. That's just one Go of on. the moments. Where, where was your town? I, 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 was, I, was uh, I was still living at my mum's, I think. And I was mm -hmm. in, uh, there was a coral bookmakers around the back of the house. And it was, was it a Saturday lunchtime game? Yes, Saturday yeah, it was. lunchtime game. Yeah. And, I was, and I was in there watching it. Uh, talk me through it. It's one of the most iconic goals mm -hmm. ever. It's the, the f this is the first year... I'm actually appreciating it for for what it was because um, we ended up losing in the final. So I was like, yeah. Taking the last nine years for you to go. Yeah, yeah. That you, was. You used to really used to piss me off, to be totally honest with you. I'll tell you what, though. I reckon that's all in your head, Troy, because mm -hmm. before you came in today, we watched it on the computer there, didn't mm -hmm. we? And um, I was like, I think you said to me, oh, how'd they get on in the final? And I was like, I have no idea. And yeah, I kind of Googled it and you lost the Palace. Didn't yeah, you? one nearly an extra time. The neutrals don't remember yeah. that. No, I know. Yeah. That's what my missus was saying. Mm. So she's like, are oh, you too harsh on yourself? Because I'm like, oh yeah, but I failed. That's how I see it. Like I failed on it. I've seen that goal pop up on social media mm. like yeah. four or five times over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't seen the Palace game pop up Never. Anyway. Yeah, because yeah. 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 it was shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was nil nil until like the 110th minute or so, but I don't Kevin Phillips scores in the in the last minute. But um, yeah, um, that goal, you know what? It's quite synonymous with my life to be totally honest with you because that, funny enough, is the year I started in jail. So I never had a pre-season. I came out of jail in September. 
yeah, well, September I came out of jail and then I kind of just, I was playing the first three months on tag. So I had to still be in and out of the house at seven, seven till seven. And that's a physical tag? Physical tag that's on me. I'm about to get clearance from the FA. I've got to get the ref to check it every time. We're playing like Cardiff away. We're playing Blackburn away and I'm traveling up on the day. Like, How ev- you play- does that not damage it then? Yeah, so there was, there was a couple of times we got worried that I might have to go back because they thought I was tampering with it to try to take it off. Oh, because it's getting knocked. Yeah, so whenever it gets knocked, for people that don't know, there's like a, they put this like telephone box in your house, like a government issued one. And if that gets tampered and you don't answer it twice, they they do have rights to come and take you back to jail. Basically, you finish the rest of your sentence. But you're obviously away in Cardiff. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but like, so there was a lot of times we had to then rewrite to the parole board and say this, that, and the other. So there was a few times it was, you know, it was real, it was quite difficult. Don't get me wrong, I'm not going to complain because my life is unbelievably cool after that. But um, so, yeah, that was that was still that same year. And then the final day. But you're not you're not playing on tag in that game. No, no. I come off tag in December. Right. So it was kind of like I'm I'm able to move around. Mm. Um, the final game, I get sent off against Leeds. We could have went up, but I had my, my Paul Gascoigne moment. I was running everywhere. Two shitty yellow cards sent off. We lose. We then play Leicester. Uh, first leg at Leicester. Uh, Watford batter I wasn't playing we battered and we lost 1-0 and then we go back to our place and it's like I've spoken about it before but I just had this like glow and like inner confidence that no one could touch me and I just said to the boys don't worry I'm back and looking back I must have sounded like the biggest prick you've ever met but thankfully I managed to sort it out but um, did you know did you know you were going to win that game yeah like there was no way in my head and this is like really arrogant. There are two centre arsers, Wes Morgan, who's a monster, and Michael Keane, who just scored an absolute worldie yesterday. Mike really? Yeah, Michael Keane played in that been game. About that long. <laughs> yeah, Mike's been about forever. Wow. And I was just like, there is no way they can live with me. That's just how I went into the game. I couldn't tell you what I did differently. I was just like, they're not gonna live with me today. Um, Morgan as well. I can't get over that. Yeah. Man. Well, on the bench for them on that day was Harry Kane and Jamie Vardy. That's mad. Jeez. Yeah. Right. How, how, did, <laughs> how did that mentality carry through to the later parts of that game then? Because you've lost the first leg one nil. Yeah. So we get we go back. We go one nil up. They score. They're two one up. We score two two. I set Vids up. Vids just scored an unbelievable goal in that the first goal and, um, in that game, and no one ever speaks about. It, but it's unbelievable. <laughs> and I, I do feel sorry for Vids because it's a world debate. Like you never score that again. Um, and then they get the penalty, obviously, in the ninety third minute or whatever it is. Never a pen though, was it? I love Andy. He's a diver little shit. Any <laughs> how, how are you feeling in that moment? At that, that moment, I'm like, how the, f- how the fuck are we here? Like, what's happened? And it's quite, quite surreal. I was talking to Jeffrey Schlupp because Jeff played for them as well. Mm-hmm. Jeff was like, it's never a pen, is it? And like, we're kind of, it's kind of going like, you know, sorry, like, you know, we're going to score shit that this game had to come. Oh, you're talking on the pitch? Yeah, we're, we're on the halfway the nah, we're on the halfway line because oh, right. there's a bit of commotion and all that and it's kind of like, how's this How's this the way this game's going to end? Because like, it was a really good game mm-hmm. and it was kind of like, you know, all the best or whatever. So he saves it, as everyone knows, Armenia saves it, Armenia saves it again and then we clear it and as this ball's being cleared, I'm kind of going, holy fuck, got to do this for another half an hour now, like extra time <laughs> and right, start catching your breath and whatever. And then we just, I just see people running past me. And if you ever watch it, mate, I swear, just watch me. I don't move for like five seconds because people just run past me. I'm going, 
what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, trying to figure it out, like, what's yeah. happening? And then, you know, goes down the line. Ikechi plays it down to Fernando Forestieri. But I saw Hoggy, and Hoggy never gets the credit he deserves, mate, because Hoggy went from box to box in about four seconds. It's the quickest <laughs> run you've ever seen. And he just got fat me just like bobbling. <laughs> and then he got, got, here's Hog, and he heads it back. But as he headed it back, I promise you, you know, like in the Matrix, you know the first time you watch the Matrix and he comes up and it goes slow-mo? Yeah. That was how I saw the whole thing. So as he's headed it back, it looks really close at the time, but I was like, oh, there's a fuck off gap. Just, just kick it there. Because I see Casper there, I see Vidra's coming. And Viz is on for a hat-trick, so I know he's not leaving it. So I went, sorry for the viewers, fucking leave it. And then he's left it, I shoot, score, top comes off, crowd's in, and I jumped over the hoardings to my brother. Ellis caught me. Really? Yeah, that was my younger brother that caught me, and then all my powers piled on. And, um, fucking hell. Yeah, it's just... That's a Hollywood moment, that. Yeah, it's it? just mental, but, like, again, you know when I hear it back, I'm like, Oh yeah, that that was fucking mint. But I was in it, so it didn't really mean that much. Right. If you know what I mean? Yeah. We we went home. Like loads of lads went out in Watford. I went home and went back to Town, had a beer with the lads. Did you? That was. Did you? That did was you it. know that night then when your mates were all buzzing off it? Mm. Did you know that was. Spent? Nah, because we. I was with my my normal mates from home. It was like fuck it. I was mint that, wasn't it? Yeah. So we uh, blackjack or ch <laughs> chase the ace. Like we were just playing cards around the table, your, watching matches a day. Your mates from home are they Birmingham fans? Right? Yeah, yeah. Birmingham yeah. fans. I know when we had Ben Foster on, he said like his friends tend to kind of end up just supporting the teams that he plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're no, my close. friends are like proper like Blues fans, and my brother's actually a Villa fan. He's the only <laughs> one in our family, which is a bit strange. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so we did that. And do you know like if I had the mentality now, I'd be like, I so should have taught that clip. Because I've never, you've, I don't think you'll ever see me post that picture. I've never posted the the goal or anything. Why not? Sky, is that it? Is mm. They kind of own Nan's it. Nan's got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's but everywhere it, now. It so. is everywhere, but I think it's on close to 300 million views. It's fucking, it's fucking massive. Let's, let's get it up. Let's have a look on, on YouTube. You know, like throughout the different people that have put it up. Oh, yeah, all yeah. the collective. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. If you yeah. go on Sky, it'll be... Yeah, put, put Watford, Leicester... I reckon you can get a good tweet out of that on the 10-year. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. So what's that one there, Sky, on? What is that on? What's that's that? 11 mil, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be like... But that's from three years ago. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. There's going to be lo there's gonna be yeah. loads on there, Best isn't there? Best end to a football match ever. Do you ever do you ever speak to Hog? Yeah, yeah, I still speak to Hog. He's at Huddersfield now. He's, he's, he's good people as well. Mate. Really good people. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what would bang. If you got, what was it, Forestieri as well? If you got him and Hog and you went down a Sunday league pitch and recreated it. <laughs> do you know what? Someone someone mentioned that. Sky want to do something. Mm. But I'm in the creative space now, so I kind of want to do like a chat about it. Yeah. And get like everyone's perspective on it. So obviously with Watford, you get every manager that's ever lived. So <laughs> Nigel has been my manager. I know him. I know Zola. Yeah. Like I know everyone involved. So it's like, do we do a podcast on that? Yeah, do it. Do you know what I mean? And just have a little... 25, 30 minute chat about it. Little mate, yeah, I'm tuning in. Yeah. I'm, I'm clicking <laughs> as soon as it comes up. Okay, yeah. so th there you go. Yeah. Sold. I'm going to have to get all the boys in. Yeah. You, said, you said you couldn't appreciate it until that now. Mm -hmm. So would you not say that's your best on field moment? No, still not. Getting promoted to the Prem was. But was there one moment? Was it just full time in there? Would you do it automatically, did you? Yeah, yeah, but it just, it wasn't getting promoted. It was like the first game at Everton away. 
So like a very old traditional stadium in Everton, the crowd's all intense, beautiful day. And I walked into the changing room and it was Deeney nine with the captain's armband and it had the, you know, the, the lion. Mm. And I was like, fuck, we made it. Do you know what I mean? It was just one that, that was kind of the moment where I was like, shit, we, we're somehow here. Class. Yeah, and then that was, and he got sent off after about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, because you're just like, I'm going to rough everybody up here. Yeah. And I absolutely remember smashing John Stones in half and I thought, oh no. Thankfully, John got up, but yeah. Mate, quality, quality stuff. A few quick fires just to finish, shall we? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go for it. Mate, I've loved this. This has been quality. Funniest player you've ever played with? Uh, Craig Cathcart. 100%. Fossey says that as well, doesn't he? Mate, Craig, he's so funny. He's just got, I don't know if it's a, the, the Northern Ireland like, accent, I don't know whether it's just that one-liner, just dry, but mm. everything he says is fucking hilarious. And he's just, yeah, he's always on it. And especially when he's angry, he's, yeah, he just comes out with these lines. Must be him, because that's who Ben yeah. always says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do footballers do on the way to games, so on the plane or the bus or? Oh, it all changes. Most, most play cards. But we had at Watford, we had our stickman golf competition and, oh, and Fozzie. Fozzie claims. Yeah, Fozzie claims. <laughs> is he the is goat? The, he claims he's the best ever. I <laughs> says that about cycling, though. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> one thing that Fozzie never tells you is he spent a lot of money getting all the little <laughs> little hats and all the things. You know, these like extra distance balls and all that. He bought it all. So Fozzie knows as well. And funny enough, we'd only have, if he lost, but then the next, because he was like the, the, the one we all connected to. Mm. If he lost, the next one would be the one that he knew all the like secret holes. So he'd always go, he's like a spoiled kid. There's no, <laughs> Fuzzy knows it as well, <laughs> but he had to win. But yeah. What's the worst bollocking you've ever seen a manager give a player? That can be giving you or someone mm. else. Worst bollocking. Ooh, fucking ice good. Uh, I can't say the, the worst bollocking, but I can say the most awkward moment is when. Um, I was in France with Watford and Sean Dyche had just took over. It was our assistant the year before and I was a knobhead the year before. And I would say he hated me, but he's definitely had it out for me because I'd been a knobhead the year before. He hated you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he just had like, we did this eight day cab in France and even, I bet he does it this year with, with uh, Everton if, if they stay up and he stays there. He has this one day where he basically just says it's, it's a mental day. Fuck all the GPSs off. Like you just, we're just running and see you all break. That's what he does. So we run this beach in France. It's fucking pissing down. I felt like I was in a war or something like them old World War Two movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, when he's running along the beach. Yeah, yeah. so we run along the run along the beach. He sees this hill. Right, ten sprints, and that's it. And like, but we do two hours of this. He's just, but he's just jogging next to you. And then when he gets tired, it's like, right, um, run along the pier and back. And then starts jogging again. And like we did all this, two hours anyway on the beach we do. We get back to the hotel. I'm like, right. But all the way, mate, he's chirping at me. Troy's going to quit in a minute. Want to drink, do you, Troy? Because I was obviously out drinking a lot all the time. Want to drink, do you, Troy? You oh, ready to quit? He's giving you pelters. Oh, in front of everyone as well. But Mapsy, to be fair, and the gaffer now, John Eustace, used, used to say to me, you know he's on you. Do not open your mouth. Just take it because you'll earn his respect by just doing it. Don't sell it. I said, yeah, no problem. Get back to the hotel and we jog around the hotel. I'm like, oh, fuck, I made it. There's a fucking circuit set up on the car park. We do this circuit for 40 minutes. And I'm like, I'm going to maps. 
I'm breaking here. Like, I'm, I'm going to fucking throw some at him. He's like, don't. I'm like, he's right in me here now. Going to quit. Can't lift that weight, can you? I'm like, Maps, get him out of my fucking face because I'm going to hit him with a dumbbell. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, nah, just shut up. Keep going, keep going. Then he goes, we do this circuit. Right, finish, on your feet. Back on the beach. I went, nah, I can't do this. I'm literally now at this point, tears. You know, the, the angry tears. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to quit. And he's going to be right and I'm afraid of all this. He goes, you're like, Troy. Yeah, we're all like, you're right. Mm-hmm. Not really speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop being a, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Get in the fucking water. What? Everyone in the water. We just threw, ran in the water. Session's over. Well done, no one broke. And then from that day on, he's like, he's just, he's been perfect for me. He's see, yeah. still like, I can text him now, he'll text me back. Basically, yeah, like stop, stop like moaning about it, but he tried his best to break me. And I'll never forget it, it was like the fourth day in on the French, um, the trip to France. And it was like, mate, I was so, all you know, all them demon thoughts that you have, like, mm-hmm. if I eat him, can I get away with it? <laughs> if he, <laughs> if I eat him, he could probably beat me up. How long is this going to last before anyone gets on? Do you know what I mean? Like all these bad things in my head, but nah, he was, he was perfect, man. But mm. yeah, that day was the closest I was to quitting football. Oh, I would have, I would have cried after about three minutes. I yeah. Think. But yeah. It, it was the whole session, because again, no GPS, he put them away and he said to sports science, me and the gaff were talking about the other day, actually. He was like, um, said to uh, the sports science, you're not going to like what happens here. So don't even come outside. Because you know, like now, if it's like, you've got to be in the red zone, you can only do this many runs. It was just like, I'm going to see if they break. It's just going to fucking ruin them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we got through it. Them GPS, are they the best things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have that, but you have a heart rate as well. And can, I, can I tell my story? Jack Please bought do. one of these. Right, so you, I bought one. Stats, stats bought. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I joined this new Sunday league team, just the season just started, um, mm-hmm. just gone. I thought I'm going to take it serious. I'm going to train. It's going to stop me going out of the weekends. I'm going to buy a vest. Mm-hmm. Already, I look like a fucking melt because it's Sunday league. <laughs> and you're but, 30. But, you've yeah. just decided to do this. <laughs> but I get this vest and... Um, uh, <laughs> I get invited to go and play this like five a side at goals, you know, yeah, like yeah, power yeah, league, whatever. Yeah. And I thought, but the thing is, because I'm such a fucking loser in the evenings, I have nothing to do. Goals, the manager, he'll just text me when a pl- team needs a player, so oh, I'll okay. just rock up. And they, you can see them all going, that's Jack, mate. What has he got? Nothing better to do than just. <laughs> but I rock up and I've got this vest on, but I put it, I put a top over it so they didn't see. So drive to goals, start the game. As the kickoff is about to start, I go, I oh, fucking done my pressed it on my phone to yeah. start the tracking. So I run over and I'm making sure no one's looking and I track it, play the game, get in the car on the wet and I'm I'm putting a shift in, right? Because you've got the vest Yeah, on. yeah, yeah, I want to see it. the stats. I get back in the car, get my phone, have a look and it says, you've run 7K, right? Yeah. A 50 minute game of five-a-side. I'm like, 7K, like I'm bionic. Like this yeah. is fucking unreal. <laughs> and then it goes, compare it to Prem players. So I click on the, it's like this apex. Yeah, thing, right? yeah, yeah. So I compare it, it goes, in this time, Harry Kane would run 4.4K. I'm like, oh my God, I'm better than Harry Kane. <laughs> like, I'm starting to think maybe I've still got a chance at 30. It goes, see your heat map. So I go, see the heat map. It tr- there's just this straight line from my house to goals <laughs> <laughs> and it attracts a journey. Because <laughs> I was thinking, 7K in 50 minutes, that's good going that. That's very good going. <laughs> It's basically traction from the home. Yeah. yeah. yeah in the, the, Just this car journey. Yeah. I, I, I want to know, what was your top speed? <laughs> 42. Didn't it say something like, you're five times faster than Sterling? Yeah. I was like going to tweet Raheem. <laughs> Shit, mate. 
completed it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, this has been so much fun. We could sit here and talk for hours, but he's got he's got stuff to do. So, um, where if if people have oh, yeah, enjoyed sorry. this chat, and I'm sure I'm sure they have, um, yeah. where can they get more of you? Um, uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't even think this was coming. We have everything on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Diddy Talks, or T underscore Diddy on Instagram and links in the bio and all of that great fun stuff i'm learning how to say it yeah. now uh, <laughs> click and subscribe i think is what i'm told to say what do you do with the bell troy uh, what's that one <laughs> what's that one click uh what is it Go on, teach you don't even do. know yeah uh, teach me how to do it uh turn the bell on so you never miss an upload there that's you go notification it's like a ring doorbell that's yeah. all you need just yeah. press that and <laughs> yeah. we're flying because the but, thing is now even if people subscribe yeah youtube's shit now like they yeah. don't even push your content out to your subscribers oh okay you get them to put the bell on and then perfect uh, there you go and learning every mm, day but mm. yeah so basically my show is just me having a chat with some relatively well-known people from Sir Alton John to AJ to Lou Ferru. And it's just, yeah, an open chat, just trying to learn about who the person is behind the name. So uh, I would love to have you two on if we can afford you. I know you're very expensive. We, do, <laughs> we don't have any money, so we travel. So we'll come to Norwich and plot up in your uh, Give us a place. box of uh, caramel matchmakers. Oh, yeah, we've got it. We've got <laughs> it all sorted. But no, anyone who wants to uh, listen, please feel free to. Uh, I am doing it for fun and it is, you know, quite serious topics at times but light-hearted and just have a bit of crack so yeah love it come mate. over it's been so much fun i've really enjoyed it i reckon we can do it jack we can ask him oh what the uh the, the question from the previous app yeah yeah the listeners have been speaking about this right okay do you want to ask him no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right so troy we we play a game on our on our sort of uh, main shows when it's just me and stevie yeah and uh it's called everybody has a price and okay basically we talk we go through these scenarios and we say how much it would cost to do something weird yeah one of the questions came up that was how much for us for our next guest which just so happened to be you mm -hmm. which we didn't do it but how much would we have to be paid for you to come in here the first time you meet us and i had to look you in the eye and go hi mate i don't give a shit about you or what you do but we'll just get we'll rattle through this right <laughs> if i'd have done that <laughs> if i'd have done that to you today yeah what would your honest honest would you have kept a straight face? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, right, like you probably let's, didn't let's, care. Let's recreate it. Right? Okay. I won't. Hi, mate, Jan. Nice to meet you. Um, I don't really give a shit about you um, <laughs> or what you're about, but we'll just rattle through this and get it done. Nice one. I would have left. <laughs> I would have left. That's what I said. I said I'd leave. Yeah, I'd leave, and then when the cameras were off, I probably would have had a roll around with you. To be honest, so. <laughs> <laughs> for making me come down. No, do you know what? I actually think most times that's how I think most people are. So like, oh, I don't really give a shit, but you know, you talk. So yeah. But oh. no, if you'd have genuinely done that, yeah, like, disrespectfully, yeah, yeah, that would have ended well for both of us. <laughs> well, I can say I do. I am a big fan. Yeah, yeah I do give a me shit. Me too. And uh, I just want to say I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to ask you to uh, kindly put a question yeah. in our in our box. Have we got a bit of paper for Troy? We have. So you can ask. Um, Does it matter mm -hmm. the, the 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 context of the question? Nope. Okay. No, it I've can be one. whatever. We've. Uh, I apologise to whoever gets this in advance. Yeah, if you can write it like a quote, so question, then your name underneath it. Okay. Um, this could be going to anyone in the future. Troy's big question, and we can't see the question either. We don't know. Oh, you know, no, we don't this know. This is what's a really good question. Is yeah, it? if you fold it up afterwards, yeah. you can put it straight in here. Can you subscribe to Deanie Talks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to whoever gets this. <laughs> 
It's going to make great content. <laughs> I'm excited. I see already and a podcast. And then on the flip side, I could get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> is this the kind of question you'd ask on your podcast? This is the kind of question I'd ask in a changing room. Oh, oh. that's why. Good. I'm excited for it yeah. to come out. <laughs> Run in there naked and shout fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just go in Daisha's office. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be the worst person to get this question? Uh, a female? <laughs> Any female whatsoever? <laughs> what if we got Elton John on? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a would you rather question. Uh, okay. okay. I'm a big fan of would you rathers. <laughs> right, guys, this has been so much fun. Get over and check out Deanie Talks. We, we've got hours and hours of stuff, so we'd love you back on one day, Troy. Whenever, mate. Yeah. If ever you can work out how to use the tube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm on it now, so I'll, uh, I'll get the, the bell pressed that we're in. <laughs> this has been Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast with me, Jack Mate, Stevie White, the brilliant Troy Deanie. Troy, we always finish with the same question. Okay. What's the meaning of life? Oh, enjoyment. There we Enjoy, go, mate. Is that a short answer, quick answer? Oh, what do you want? On, mate. Oh, yeah. Enjoy, man. Nice one. Cheers, guys. See you Cheers. in a few days. Jack Mate's Happy Hour. <laughs>